<laughs> Already you're starting that up with Boston. Go figure, Dave. Let's see. I'm trying to find a uh, good music to start this show off. I got an idea, Johnny. How about a little Benny Goodman? We can play some band music and we can shake our hips. Woo! Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm so old! Remember Dick Bruiser when he was just Dick the Purple Spot? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Do you remember Sense Law? Zabisco? I do. Okay, I gotta try. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna do old. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna give old lessons. I'm gonna give specific fucking old lessons. I'm gonna teach you young punks how to be old. I'm gonna teach you how wonderful. Hang on a second. I'm not even. I have not yet begun to stop. I'm gonna teach young the fine art of aging gracefully. I was about to say, it's not old, it's uh, chronologically efficient. That's the PC way of saying old. Well, how long have you known me, and how many times have you really known me to be what one might consider PC? Um, as far as That's PC, right. very minimal. As far as time, I've known you for near three years, so I'm almost chronically efficient with you yourself. <laughs> I can't hear you. I can barely hear what you're saying. It's so hard to hear these days. Do you remember? Man Mountain Mike. I love that Benny Goodman. Oh, my God. You know, I've been itching. Uh, honestly, Dave, I've been itching for a while. I just I thought about it today even more when I was on a walk. I'm like... You know, what's going to be some good music to bring up for a show that I'm on? And I'm thinking, Miami Vice kind of 80s music is good. But just, you're making me itch so much to pull out 1930s swing music. (laughs) (laughs) This is so stupid. (laughs) Hey, that's funky music, white boy. <laughs> oh my god, breathe. Now I double dog fucking dare any one of you fuckers in my chat room to start calling my asshole. Please let the, the healing begin. Come on, here I am, full voice, complete full voice. Bring your shit. I'm here. You're here. 
I will play some Benny Goodman, because I'm old. Oh, oh my God. I'm going to light my glaucoma joint now. I'm so old, I can barely push the lighter down. I like uh, I like Phil the pro. Uh, first off, Ricky Patrick Vasquez, who is this? If you haven't checked on the the WNC show before, you're gonna check it out for the first time, fucking ever. So get ready, we're about to fuck your mind up. Um, as to Phil the promoter, Dave is 37. No. Don't fuck with him. <laughs> and no, Phil, it's not Irish. I'm doing old. I'm talking old. Didn't you know? I'm older than Terry Funk. <laughs> That's Benny Goodman, by the way. He's a hepcat. Oh, my God. We're pulling in a small number right now from everybody over in DTKC, but you know what? I don't fucking care. This is so much fun right now. This this is a pure bonus show for everybody, okay? I haven't been on, you know, we've done, we haven't done WNC Breaking News for a while, it's been on hiatus for about, what, two months now? As we're reorganizing some stuff, we're figuring out some things with breaking news. But we still have the Super Party. We still have uh, the Reality Check podcast. We're expanding the network as, in itself, you know. We're going to be, cr we've created an anchor account that's going to be dispersing so many different shows. Whether it's going to be, w Super Party's on its own, okay? Um, and now I'm sounding purely serious, but I am. Uh... You know, if we bring back breaking, breaking news, bacon, fuck me, breaking news, the reality check's going to be on there. Uh, it's pathetic with Scott and Rybrad working out the kinks on that, but that's basically a done deal, almost. Like 95%. I'm going to leave that 5% for room. Transcontinental Project with Sensible Sam and Luke Birch, and it's awesome. But I had an urge to do such a bonus show afterwards, and... I am losing my mind so much to Papa Dave right now. This is so awesome. I just got... I, I got to control myself. Dave, I mean, my okay, God. Okay, John, I'm going to tell you a story from the old days. Back when I was a young man. And we and didn't have Woodrow cool stuff. Wilson was the president. We didn't have cool things like you hipsters have with your rotary phones. When I wanted to call my girlfriend, I said, "Hey, baby, let's shake a leg." When we I wanted have phones, when I wanted porn, all I did was sit out in the front porch and see if, and looked around to see if I could see some bare ankle. Oh my God, this is why I love you, Dave. <laughs> I even said that in the private chat on Facebook. I'm like. Oh, You've got to stop. My heart's going bim, 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 bim. I'm so old. <laughs> old, 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 old. Yeah, he's I. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just thought about that African-American heart monitor from Family Guy, and I just want to comply that with you. But, you know, there's a stupid fun question for you, Dave. I mean, it could be fun, but it could be stupid. But honestly, I mean... It's a personal level for you. At what age did it hit you to where you truly felt old? And eh? I, I, and uh, yeah, I, I get it. Eh? Yeah, okay. Well, let's pretend you have full hearing. 
Um, and I don't mean like, okay, you're, you're dealing with a lot of bills. I don't mean you're like having a hard work day and you're saying that. What did you, what age did you truly feel like when you just looked around, you sat on your chair, your couch, or your bed, whatever the fuck you sat on, and you just said, holy fucking shit, I'm old. What was your reality for you? I used to work at, at a group home. I managed a group home. This was years ago. I managed a group home part-time, uh, weekends and evenings, uh, when, when the, you know, the, the regular shift manager couldn't be there. And when the, the nurse that was on our staff, who was seven, eight years younger than me, started calling me, sir, for no good goddamn reason other than I had gray hair. And I had kind of had this semi-quasi position of authority. Uh, she starts calling me, sir. The uh, 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 the intake clerk starts calling me, sir. Everybody starts calling me, sir. And and I one day I just asked why, and they said, well, Dave, you know, you're you have to understand too that that you know we're all raised a certain way and, and we speak to our elders in a certain way. And somebody told me, well, you're, you're our elder. <laughs> and Fuck, I said, that, what? That went right there. Well, what, wait, what? And, and, and they asked, well, how old are you? And I told him, he goes, really? That right there. I just got to comment quickly. Not superior. They're not saying you are our superior. They are saying you are our elder. Yeah. Our so elder. You're that, our elder. That that's fucking reality check right there. If there was ever one. Well, you know, it was a reality check, uh, sunshine. Let me tell you. How old were you again? Okay, this would have been. Hmm. I would. I was. Forty-two. Forty-three. Okay. No. And, and she, I'm, I'm thinking she was like 33, 34 years old. The nurse was, and and uh, the uh, the intake and like you know the office clerk was um, maybe around that age, a little younger maybe. But I'm, I mean, I wasn't that much older than them, but I looked older than them, and and I guess by the way I acted, you know, I, I've always kind of acted pretty straight laced. Yeah. If you got to know me, you'd know that you know I just. I'm I'm not a real exciting guy. I you know I can sit here and be funny, but I can sit here and be funny with anybody. No, but you know, just in the day to day, you know, conducting you know your day to day stuff, I'm a pretty serious dude, pretty level headed. I would think. Oh yeah. Um, I like to think so anyway. Now, and, quickly, and, I just want to say because we recently talked about your when we were talking about comparison with 9/11 and your age then and everything. So that would be what 2002? You saying? 2002, 2003. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere around there. And I'm looking in the chat room, you know, I'm seeing because I, I want to bring a military cons uh, perspective onto this. And, and, and seriously, it makes sense with this, you know. Now, quick point Ricky Patrick Vasquez, dude, and, and your, your logo on this, on your mixler is a green shirt. I can't see exactly what it is. It's a four leaf clover. So it's a mixture of what, Hispanic and Irish? That's. F fuck you. That's fucking awesome. 
I'm, I'm just pure European white, so I hate my life. But you mentioned that you started feeling old when you were 34. Uh, Boston Sucks Bro says that he's turning 36 this month and it's hitting him. So, quote, no spring chicken myself. Um, but you were saying you were 42. And I get with this shit every so often with women. And what I mean by, what I mean by that, and if you can't tell everybody, I've been drinking t a bit too much wine tonight. And we'll get... No. Well, fuck, you know what? At least it's a classy drunk. <laughs> but you know what? Here's the thing. I, I, I will make a longer discussion later on because God knows I drag things on till fucking ends. But when I was stationed in Germany with the army, I always made sure to try to be smarter than what I could be. Not out of ego, but I never wanted to be the stupid drunk. And there's nothing wrong with being a stupid drunk because sometimes they're the fun of the party. But I never, I never wanted to be the embarrassment, you know what I mean? Because I know I could be. Anyway, um, and Phil, ask me that question again because I'm going to get to that. Um, anyway, being in the Army, I, uh, I was a military policeman, as I talked about before in the chat. And I had a number of women who were my superiors. Sergeants, staff sergeants, master sergeants, etc. But also had lieutenants and captains and majors. And any officer, you say sir or ma'am. I am... It's normal for me to say sir or ma'am to anybody who is a superior. Even someone who is more experienced than me in the job that I'm in. Now, dealing with enlisted, that's different. Sergeant, corporal, sergeant major, etc. So, just to go on with what this topic is, I would get in trouble with women because I say ma'am and they're like 27, 28, 29. And they're like, I'm not that old yet. And I can only imagine how much their reality check for them, Dave, and pun intended, but not intended as well for my show, Reality Check Psychology Podcast. It must have been for them that they were in their 20s and getting reality check are thinking, fuck, I'm old. <laughs> because now they're in their 20s and thinking they're old already because thanks to my military training, I had to call them ma'am. Men probably don't give a shit as much. When they're in their 40s, they start getting it like you mentioned. Maybe their late 30s at minimum. But women in their 20s getting called ma'am. And I literally got, never got yelled at. But I got an attitude from I don't know how many women. Because I say yes ma'am or no ma'am. That, that literally, I know you guys here in the chat, I'm, so, I'm relaxed. I'm stupid or smart or smart stupid with how I am at times. But literally in, a, in person, I say sir ma'am a lot. And I can only imagine how they feel thinking that now they feel like they're you, Dave. And I'm talking about you at the age of 42 when it hits you that age has hit you. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, dude. You know, it's <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> I'll put it like let me, let, let me give this some perspective, okay? Um, my twenties were, were, were in, in many ways, some of the most wonderful times of my life and some of the most terrible times. And I've, I've in, in, at various times dropped little hints about, uh, you know, the, the predicament I found myself in by the time I was 30 with the drinking and the, the, the dope and all that shit. <clears throat> and, and, you know, to, had to make some big life changes. Um, but dude, there was a period of time. I'd say from around the age of 32 to around the age of 45, when I could legitimately split logs with my dick. You know, I mean, I just, it, 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 
everything just kind of started, you know, coming back. You know, all you know, all the good feelings, all the the, the wonderful things of, of you know, kind of living your life. And I'm not going to say soberly because I didn't live it soberly. But you know, the things that were were really fucking me up are the things that I had to give up. So replacing those things with other things uh, was, was very important for me. And of course, one of the things that, that you kind of replace all that shit with is, is in my case, uh, women and sex. And I got two words for you. When you're 30, 35 years old, 40 years old, I got two words for you for those young girls out there. Suck it. Daddy issues. <laughs> oh, the daddy issues. Those could be some of the um, side comment. This is Papa Dave's moment, but quick comment. Those could either be some of the best or worst experiences, depending on who you're talking about. And, and, and I have experienced it both ways. Best and worst. Um, and, you know, dude, it's like this. When I, around the time I turned 45 and, and my back started hurting more and, you know, the, the, the bad, my bad left knee and my bad left shoulder, uh, when it would rain, they'd start to ache. I mean, that's when I really knew that some of this shit was setting in and that, that I was starting to really feel my age. Uh, now, from the neck up, you know, most days I feel however I feel. And I don't think of my age from the neck up. But with the knees and the shoulders and the back and the sometimes when the hands get all, like, fucked up and stiff. Um, <clears throat> you know, then I my body tells me how old I am. You know, but the whole thing for me is has been... You know, if, as long as I, and I don't mean to sound corny about this, but fuck it. If you don't like it, uh, I'm sure there's a, a more preferable podcast for you out there. Hey, be corny all you want. You know I love Jim Corny. You know, I, I, I'm just, man, I'm, 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 I, I said it to you guys uh, privately. I, I have no problem saying it out loud. Dude, I'm proud to have made the age I've made. I am proud to be 58. I am glad I'm 58. Grateful to be here. And I want to go further. I want to continue to go further <clears throat> because the good thing about being my age is, is getting to know the shit, you know, just, you know, in the course of life, everybody's going to discover that, you know, everybody's discovering it right now that as you go through life and as, 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 as your journey goes and the further it goes and the more, you know, and the more people you become acquainted with, uh, the more experience you get with jobs and in relationships with, uh, uh, men and women, romantic relationships, <clears throat> dude. All that stuff just, just, just. It's it's adding to the gumbo. Yeah. It just adds to the fucking gumbo. Yeah. And, and I love gumbo anyway. But, um, <laughs> That's that uh, Louisiana just, dude, in you, boy. It, it it just it adds all that shit. Yeah. No. And I, I'm just, and and dude, just to, to to cap it off, man, to say that I am an um. Uh, to say that I am the age that I am. And a lot of people say, oh, Papa Dave, you're not that old. You're just, oh, 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 you know. And I just always have to remind people, I'm proud to be here. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. I'm glad that I lived through what I lived through. I'm glad I've had all the experiences I've had. I have my daughter, who, by the way, is 34 years old, same age or even older than most of you guys. 
Um, I've got my grandkids, the 11 year old uh, grandsons, the twins, <clears throat> excuse me, my nine year old granddaughter. Um, and dude, these aren't things that I, I, I try to hide back and go, well, I don't want people knowing I'm a grandpa. Dude, I, I parade those kids around. They're wonderful. They are wonderful. I am grateful they're in my life. I'm grateful that, that you know, I, I, uh, that, that I've been able to salvage relationships and, and, and the relationships I didn't have to salvage, I've been able to, to, to build on those and grow them and, 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 you know, try to make something out of them. Some, most of the time to the good, sometimes to the bad, but dude, it just, man, I'm happy to be here. I am happy to be where I am. And, and if just, you know, man, be happy to be where you fucking are. There's nothing wrong with that. Being happy to be, you know, uh, you know, I, I sometimes hear you kind of go, Oh, fuck my life. I wish you wouldn't do that. I wish you wouldn't. Cause you know, and I'm going to suck your dick for a second here. Dude, you, you know, if, if there's anybody that I know that's actually got their shit together, it's you. Really? You as much as anybody I, I, that I, I'm, I'm acquainted with and I'm friends with in this world. You know, you've always seemed to have a, a plan. You've always seemed to have some order and some, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, Discipline? A, a way, you times. always seem to have a goal and, and steps to achieve that goal. Well, I and mean, you're always working your plan. That's a, that's the a word I'm looking for. You always seem to be working your plan. Well, I appreciate that, dude. I mean, and I, I mean, and I'm serious. I mean, I'm I'm humble about it, but I mean, I look at some of the other guys in the in our world, and now someone's gonna say, "Oh, you just sucking dick when I say this," but let's be honest, they are the pioneers of this community. Don Tony with his full insurance business. Kevin Castle still living the life of a. I don't know if I want to say a metalhead, but in some ways, you know, I mean, he's got things going on while at the same time being a cat lover. And that sounds so stupid when I say it, but I mean, he does his animal rights stuff while also being a metalhead. So he's balancing two different worlds, which can fit in. You got Missionary, who is a fucking god in so many ways. No, that sounds so. No, I'm not trying to be asinine with that. But let's be honest. I mean, the guy's got like. We listened to Don Tony talk about this whole John Oliver interview tonight about independent contract interview, fuck article, whatever the fuck, you know, segment on independent contractors. Missionary, you hear about working with clients and stuff like that. I mean, he's got that. He's got a great life. He's got a family and kids. I'm fucking afraid of that because I'm afraid that, and, and I've had down to earth moments with Mish and dude, wanna talk, you want to talk about a fucking Zen moment is getting real with Mish. It's so life, ch- I don't want to say life change, but life mindsetting, because he knows I'm afraid, not of commitment, but of being, you know, getting into marriage and being betrayed and all that shit. And then you look at Joey Numbers, who's living life and enjoying it, but doing podcasts and doing wrestling, doing his job, has a great girlfriend, whatever the stuff like that. I mean, I look at them and I see all four of them. And John Chamber True, I mean, he left New York City, he lives in Albany, he's got a family and kids. I look at them as pioneers, not just for podcasting, but for living, you know? So, the fact that you're saying that I'm up there, 
And yes, again, everybody, whoever's just tuning in, I'm fucking hammered on wine. But I, <laughs> that's so fucking gay to say. Okay, <laughs> okay, fucking, okay. Let me let, let me stop. Let me stop. One more sentence. And I will shut the fuck up because okay. I know as I always know I need to stop talking. But seriously, it's like I look at all five of them and the fact that you're pointing me out is humbling because I always try in my life. This is a long ass fucking sentence. I'm sorry, guys, but I'm always trying. But I look at them and just say in the end, maybe maybe we don't know the whole story, but they're happy and they know what they're doing. And I've got a minimum of a decade away from any of them. Joey Numbers is what the youngest of the of the five. And I've got a ways to go. And I do appreciate that day from you and for the comparison with them. But I only hope that I could aspire to be as happy, not monetary, not publicly. I don't give a shit. I mean, I in some ways we do. But in the end, as happy and as efficient as I am compared to you or any of the five guys of the DTKC Soup family, I hope to be that way. And that's why I shut the fuck up, and I'm literally muting my mic. Okay, well, I was just, I, I, I had a hymn, you know, we, we've already, we've, I didn't, and I, hell, uh, podcast superstar Anthony Missionary Thomas happened to be in the chat room. We have a song for Mish. We have a hymn, a hymn to Mish. <clears throat> Here uh -oh. we go. Oh, Lord, my Mish, when I in awesome wonder... Consider all the cool things your voice has said. I hear you talk. My dick gets hard as thunder. Hard as thunder? What the fuck does that mean? Thy power throughout the podcast world is there. And sings our soul. Our Savior, Mish, to thee. How great Mish is. How great Mish is. Now, wasn't that nice? Wasn't that just wonderful? Honestly, yes. I mean, I was, I was wondering where this was going to turn, but it was kind of nice, you know. I mean, I completely muted, and it was calm, but opera, and keep, I don't know if you can keep singing that, but it was fucking I, nice. I, 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 I have a rather funky voice, I know, but... Dude, you want to talk about fucking funky? Nobody is getting off to my voice. Nobody's listening to my voice if they're with a girlfriend. You, on the other hand, if you're even jokingly doing fucking opera... A guy can at least get a fucking chubby with you while they're with their girl. <laughs> Miss says, I can't handle this level of abuse. Well, Sunshine, I have not yet begun to abuse you and everybody else in here. Especially, is that... Is, is, is that SOB still in the room, or did he... Did he Miss, he's still in the chat. No, BRB is still here. Or oh, BSB, excuse me. BSB say, is still here. Because he's the, he started all this shit. He's the guy that started all this shit with the, you know, I'm older than Terry Funk and, 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 you know, gee, many Christmas and, 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 I love Benny Goodman. You know what's so stupid though, Dave? I want to go on a minor reality check on this 
And this is so awesome because I've only done one episode drunk. And that was the episode on the Vices series, a miniseries on alcohol. So go figure. But mini reality check. Little history lesson, everybody. General George Washington passed away in 1799 at the age of 67. John Adams, that was in the year 1799. John Adams passed away in 1826, the 50th anniversary, the day of July 4th, 1826. He died at the age of 90. John, Thomas Jefferson died the same day, I think at the age of 83, I think it was. On the, the Keep in mind, that's the 50th anniversary of these states united from 1776. Okay, um, that was unheard of. General Washington dying at the age of 67 was a normal age. The current national average age, as of a couple of years ago, the lifespan was 77 years old. 74 Mississippi. Why I know that? It's stupid. But I know that. It's 77 for national. Maybe it's 78 by now. I don't know. But thanks to wrestling and a lot of other stuff, you know, the joke is... We have the mindset of the intellectual span of a goldfish, you know. So we don't remember a week or two be before in the eyes of Vincent others. But because I make that joke and this long-winded statement because I'm getting annoying. Yes. Is the jokes of you saying because you're in your 50s. Now with the eyes of people in their 20s and 30s, the 50s is seen as a long period. I mean, it's stupid. I just saw a video on Facebook. The oldest woman just got a Guinness Book World Record in Japan. Oldest person in the world right now at the age of 116. Rest in peace, the last person was 117. Also in Japan. I don't know what the fuck they're doing, Mish. But please school me because I want to live at least a long period of life. I don't need to be 116 or 117. Let me live to be 95 and I'm a happy fucking camper. I don't know what y'all are doing. And yes, I'm appealing to the half-Japanese side of missionary. And the Hungarian side, I'll check to him when it comes to wine. I just bought a bottle of Hungarian wine today. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it on the next two weeks, and we'll see what happens. But seriously, I don't know what they're doing. But it's uh, this is the weird comparison I'm making up with this joke, is that so many people today, because with the intention span or whatever... You being in your 50s and some of the jokes you're making, it's as if you're in your goddamn 80s. I don't fucking get it. Our national lifespan, the world's lifespan, is longer than ever in the history of the world. Thanks to modern medicine, thanks to modern science, thanks to modern research. And yet, people are thinking that if you're in your 50s, you might as well be in your goddamn 80s. I don't fucking get it. In the wrestling world, it's treated as the idea that, well, things change in a month so fast, it might as well be a year. But that's just wrestling. We're talking about less than, what, roughly 3 million to 5 million people in this world if, say, the viewers of MLW, Ring of Honor, and elsewhere are different from one another. You know? Let's just shoot for the moon and say 5 million in this country. That's barely 2% of this, of this nation's uh, population. I don't get it, Dave. I don't get it why people look at the jokes you're making in your 50s about the idea of being in your 80s. And people could say that it's almost somewhat for real. So, I'm shutting the fuck up. Well, dude, here's the thing, man. And, and 
I don't mean this to be suck my weenie night, but but you know maybe it's suck my weenie night. I don't know. I just see. I'll tell my, you what. I'll, I'm sorry. One sentence. Think of it on a philosophical level, and whatever you're about to say feels much more meaningful with the idea of sucking your fucking dick. Um. Okay. Dude, I've already expressed that that you know I'm I, I'm grateful to be where I am, and and and. Uh, you know, all I have are, are, is is whatever expression I have, whatever I, I I can say, and and however I can convey to you that that, um, you know, that, that I, I've been able to find something, and it's just oh, what's the word I'm looking for here? It's a, I need a good easy. Okay, I know what it is, <clears throat> dude. At this point in my life. I've finally been able to find some contentment. Just a little contentment. You know, to to, to be satisfied with, with where I am and what I have and and, and, and the people in my life and, and, and where things are going and, and and you know, not to be in this place where, you know, I'm always wanting and, and, and it's still good that I'm still reaching for more and that I want to do more and that I want to um uh, accomplish more, especially in this, you know, uh, the couple of years that, 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 uh, I've been doing this with you guys has, has shown me that this is not only a hell of a lot of fun. And every time these mics come on for the most part, I'm usually trying to have a hell of a lot of fun doing this. And, you know, I, I, I want to continue having this much fun. I love this. And I want to go further, but I also am in that place where I'm really, really content with, with where things are. And in that contentment, you know, I, 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 you know, I've got all kinds of stuff around me that's going to enable me to go further. But I feel very satisfied. And, and let me tell you something, man. To get to a place in life where you feel satisfied, not only with what you have where you are, who you know, and the relationships you have, but within that satisfaction to, you know, to be able to, 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 you know, get up the next morning and, and, and try to achieve whatever goals I have, uh, try to reach whatever, you know, the next thing is for me. Um, and the ability to, to have the experience because of my age and because of the things I've done and the way I've lived to, to, to take that experience and, and, and apply it all. Dude, that's what age is. If you, it, we talk about age being a number, but what, what age really is, is experience. My 58 years of experience doing all kinds of things, meeting all kinds of people. And when I say all kinds of people, I truly mean that. High, low, good, bad, you know, across the board. So what you and, and, oh, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was going to make a line, you know. I mean, I make all these PC jokes every so often. I mean, that's fucking clear. But one of the jokes I've said, and I said it earlier, was you're not old, you're chronologically efficient. But what you just said literally defines what the fuck I just said. I mean, what you're saying is it's not that you feel old, but you feel chronologically efficient with the experience in life. You know what I mean? You literally defined that fucking line that and, I made up yet, as a joke. 
and yet, uh, you know, I'm always aware too. And then, like I said, from the neck down, I'm always fully aware that I'm 58 years old because of my shoulder and my knees and, and my back. And, um, uh, when I go running around with the grandkids and I get back and, oh my God, everything's hurting. And they're just bouncing around and looking at me going, let's go some more pop. And I'm going, whoa, whoa, hang on a second. Just, just let me breathe. Let, let me sit here and breathe for five minutes and then we'll go do something else. And, um, I don't know, man. I, maybe I'm getting a little too too fucking sentimental here. Um, hey, hey, I, one sentence. Sentimental is great because that is the, the realist in life. Possibly, possibly. I don't know. I just, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, that that Boston, that 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 BSB, you know, kind of made that joke, and you guys pointed it out to me. Dude, the first let, let me tell you what the first the, the, the first thing that happened when I saw that it made me smile. It made me smile. Plus, plus, and I got to say this honestly, plus anytime any of us, especially me because of hell as everybody knows, I love myself with the fire of 10,000 suns. You know, when anybody's talking about us in another chat room, mentioning our names on other shows, you know, my, my old uh, uh, promotional whore and ass just, get, just gets all excited. <laughs> because, oh man, that's great. You know, that, that somebody thought about me, and I appreciate what Boston uh, Sucks Bro did. He, he you know, he, he reached out with a thought, and he, he put that thought down in the chat room. You know, wrote it out. People could see it. And I know it was a passing thing. And, and, and in, in DT Casey's chat room, that shit moves quick. But for that moment, you know, for that one moment, that kindness was extended to me and, and, and to us. And I'm grateful for that. I'm really fucking grateful for shit like that. Yeah. And, and we all are. And I hope everybody is listening. And um, I know Mike is not here. Mike is probably the least grateful, but truth be told, when we talk behind the scenes, he's grateful, everybody. He really is. He he doesn't show humbleness like we all are. If there was ever a Trump border wall when it comes to fucking emotions, Mike is it. <laughs> That's not too far from the, the idea, right, My, right Dave? <laughs> Well, yeah, I kind of tend to agree with that. And, and but he, he talks about the humbleness that he does have in sometimes. Like, we put up the polls, and I'm glad Mish is here because I hope um, Dave and Mike and if Jenk was I, – I can't tell because I start work at 7 in the morning, so I don't get to listen in. But, like, the when we do the Hall of Fame and Hall of Shame, it's what I like to call seriously unserious. And I stole that line from somebody else. I don't remember who, but I know I've heard it before. Um, Hall of Fame is the idea of wrestlers that we know deserve to be in the Hall of Fame but never will. And the Hall of Shame is people who believe the Hall of Fame is, and in some cases are, but never will. You know, that's the whole idea. So when I plugged that in the chat, that's what I was doing. Um, but Mike shows his humbleness at times. When he's talking about, okay, here's the votes we got, here's what people are saying, stuff like that. I can see his humbleness. He'll never admit it about it you know he's kind of like a mixture between robocop and the terminator and what i mean by that is the terminator started learning emotions robocop 
no emotions. Mike is in the middle, and that's the coolest thing about him. You know? Now, at the same time, he shows emotions in being an asshole. <laughs> but, I mean, I show it too, but out of being an asshole, but that's just because I could be an annoying prick, but I also have emotions. We show our emotions in so many fashions, you know? And, like, Dave's talking about with his case and everything. So, we appreciate everything. I mean, we're live right now while DT is still airing, I think, his This Week in Wrestling History, you know? Uh-huh. And we still have 16, 17 viewers right now. We, I think we hit a high of 18. And that's pretty good when the only plug we have is going live and saying in the chat, hey, we're going live. You know, we're saying in the chat of DTKC Soup is, hey, we're going live. You know, and we got some people, including uh, Mr. Domus himself, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey. Well, people have made the joke about him, and Christ. he's taking it. Hey, 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 you know what? Here's the thing. Other people made the joke about Mish being Mr. Domus, and he's run with it. You know, he's literally running with the punches, and you got to admire that about him. You know, people are making the jokes about him. He lives it. That's one of the things I've learned from him is, hey, if people are going to uh, – he never said this to me, by the way. He's taught me a lot of good stuff. But one of the things he's never said to me that I've learned about him is if people are going to roll punches at you, roll with them, you know? And so, I mean, that's the thing. So Mr. Damas is that people say some stuff, and he rolls with it. And so, like, we got Mish in the chat right now. We've got guys like Phil the Promoter, the best promoter in the chat. By the way, I think it was Phil who said this who asked me before, what am I, what kind, is it uh, Pinot or whatever? I finished up, I'm almost two bottles in tonight, by the way. I, oh, Jesus. I know, right? <laughs> I enjoyed a beautiful Cabernet Sauvignon from Israel. By the name, it's, uh, the brand is called Ben Ami, two words. Check it out, it's delicious. And I'm just, I'm in my last glass of a Chilean Malbec. Malbec is something you only see in Argentina, Chile, and I think Paraguay. I've got a power, I've got a Uruguay bottle, but I don't think it's Malbec. So it's a Southern South African. But, um, yeah, that's what I have tonight. And one more shout-out, by the way. Shout-out to uh, Gareth Nelson. You know, shout-out to Mushroom Top Josh, who has made all of our logos in the past. Beautiful designs. He took WWE, the old Raw's War logo. He took the Impact uh, Hexagon logo. He's taken, taken many logos. I can tell I'm fucked up. Just by the way, I'm talking alone. <laughs> I can only fill up. I'm sorry, Dave. But anyway, Gareth, Gareth made the global logo for us, which we have like 12, 15, 20 logos, designs of. Uh, he just made a Marks with Money AEW logo. He replaced the AW and the AEW with um, MWM, and it says Marks with Money. I hope to God, if he's listening in, uh, Gareth, Post that shit up. He says it's the next t-shirt. Post it ASAP. Because that's an awesome design. You know what I mean? It's fucking... It's legit. People know I was initially in with the AEW bandwagon. And I jumped off it. Because it's like, this is just... It's getting hokey. I knew it was hokey even when I supported it. But then they attacked on some things when it comes to politics. And I'm just not part of that. Even when some of the stuff was about me, even it was like, no. But, I mean, this is just a funniest logo, and I love... I know Mish is going to love this when he sees this shit. You know what I mean? Philip Romer is like, shout out to all the fun wine, us wine drinkers in China. 
And Boston sucks. Bro says, "Good job, Johnny." I'm two bottles into a bottle of wine. Uh, two bottles into wine. I'm in my last last quarter of a glass of wine, and he's saying that. So I gotta be doing okay, even though I know I'm doing terribly, Dave. I'm sorry. Well, you know, I, I hear those AEW boys are gonna be getting Bobo Brazil in for a shot. <laughs> what are you talking about? You never even heard of Bobo Brazil, boy. You're probably talking about that that call that that call gots and that Hackenschmidt type type of hokey dooey uh, gotchy goo. Remember, Golly gee. Remember who you're talking to here, Bubby. <laughs> this is why I love you. Uh, yep. I, I, one sentence quickly. One of the things I love about you, Dave, is how. Uh, People talk about humility. I don't know if this is a word, but I'm going to say humbility. You're so humble with some of the oh, jokes. No. No, no, no I'm serious, no, Dave. No. Oh, shut okay. the fuck up. Seriously, you take these old jokes, and you are probably the master of being humble and having fun with it. Seriously, you're better than anybody on any kind of humbleness when it comes to these type of jokes and shots at you. You heard me not five minutes ago say I love myself with the fire of 10,000 suns, did you not? What part of that's fucking not exactly, humbleness? That's not exactly a statement of humility. I said not a humility, but humbility. I don't know if that's a goddamn word, but fuck it, get Merriam-Webster into this shit because that's a goddamn word now. Humbility. That's what I'm saying. You're humble about it. We've literally made, if we combine the time, we've been live for 46 minutes Probably 12, 13, 14, 15 minutes of it has been about your age. And you're humble about it, and you take the jokes, you take the punches with it. So fuck you, and, no, I, and dude, I love it, you. It, you're humble. It, dude, I mean, I, I appreciate what you say in that. I really do. See, I look on it more uh, as less humility and more reality. It is the reality of my life. You know, there. I, I can't look in a mirror and deny. I can't, you know, like there again. I can't feel the bones that ache. You know, the way everything. When I wake up in the morning, man, it's a symphony of snap, crackle, pop as I'm getting out of bed. Okay. Knees yeah. are popping, backs popping, shoulders are popping. I get up and I start, you know, moving my neck around, and it starts going snap, crackle, pop, Rice Krispies. Now, let me ask you a quick question. What do you think, and shout-out to Ricky Patrick Vasquez, because he keeps asking, give me a fucking shout-out. You're welcome, bitch. <laughs> Ricky Patrick Vasquez, but, your first visit here to a uh, WNC uh, program uh, live event. You're here in the Mixler chat room. Ricky Patrick Vasquez, this is your life. Your moment. No, not really. This ain't your life. This ain't the moment. <laughs> but we'll, we're, we're glad to give you a shout out. You know, we appreciate you being here, and and uh, hope you maybe come back when we do the uh, the super party after soup on Thursday. It's me. It's yep. Corbin. It's Jenkins, uh, and whoever else we get on, we have a good time. Yep. Uh, right after soup Thursdays, right here on Mixler, where you're at right now, and uh, dude, it's it's a hell of a good time. Oh yeah, it really is. We have hey. we have a lot of fun. Two years and uh, two and a half years we've almost we've been about together. Actually, we just we're about to cross that line. Thirty five thousand eight hundred total listens. So that's great. Anyway, as we shout him out and shout a little bit about us. Quick question with you with your whole diatribe you were just saying. And I, now yeah. diatribe yeah. is mostly negative. I don't mean it like that. 
what is the border between reality and the patent pending or trademark pending humility? What's the borderline between that? Because there's got I know there's humbleness with you. You're very humble all the time. What's the trademark? Last sentence. What's the trademark between reality and humility? I know, well, I don't say. Oh shit! That's a damn good question. Well, you see, I never do. People who quickly say you're never full of yourself, so you're always humble. Oh my God! Yes, I am. When I, I when I talk to you, you never are. You're not full. Of, uh, you don't show it. Uh, yeah, I know. I and 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 I'm not a guy who. You, but shit, I don't like talking about myself like that. Um, uh, you know, I know me. Seeing that, dude, that that's a key, man. You know. Here's something, here's something, <clears throat> and we hear this a lot these days. We hear about this, this, you know, we got to be real. Everybody's, you know, everybody's concerned about everybody else and themselves being real. You know, are you real? Especially in the world we live in, because we don't really get to meet each other a lot. So, you know, whatever reality I can convey, I have to do it pretty much through my voice. And, and, dude, if you think I'm a good dude because, you know, I, uh, of the things I say and the way I communicate and um, the things that I, I, I'm, I'm, sh I'm able to share with you, I fucking appreciate the hell out of that. You know, because that's what I'm aiming for. You know, a long, long time ago, man, I had to make a decision. And it wasn't that I was particularly thinking of being, a, you know, wanting to be real all the time or what's real or, and, and, and you know... Am I a real person? Uh, the, the crazy old 12-steppers, whom I'm still very good friends with many of from back in the day. Um, the, 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 this is where I really first heard the saying, although I, I was familiar with it because it's a quote from Hamlet. It's a famous quote from Hamlet that says, to thine own self be true. And even after, you know, the, I spent a little time around the 12-steppers, you know, I stayed friends with many of them, uh, went off and, you know, I, I just went and did my own thing and, and, and went and found my own journey. And, and, and through all of that, <clears throat> the one thing I discovered is if I'm going to be real every day, the only benchmark I need is to my own self be true to me. Not to you and not to everybody else, to me. And if I am real to me, then it's going to come across to everybody else. If I'm being honest with myself about myself, it's going to come across to everybody else. Yeah. And uh, By the way, quick shout out to, uh, well, more like a quick uh, retort. To Boston sucks, bro. He says when keeping it real goes wrong, or what you're saying, fuck that. I know you're bringing up the uh, Dave Chappelle segment. No, this is when keeping it real goes fucking right. Okay, you know. And I I'm not talking about keeping it real. I, I mean, I don't exactly know what that means. Well, but what, I know what how you, to be true you to are. So I understand that part. What, Dave Chappelle did a show from what was it, everybody? What 2002 to 2005? I think something well, like know, that. I like Chappelle. Um, show. Oh, I, I fucking loved it. Clayton Bigsby, uh, the Wife Swap episode. So many fucking great segments. Th mm -hmm. There's a reason why mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I signed the Tosh.0 
he had like five petitions on whitehouse.gov when Obama was president. One of them was force Dave Chappelle back into comedy. I signed that shit. Okay, I was one of the original uh, the people. Anyway, um, keeping it real goes wrong was a joke of the idea of keeping it real, which later on became keeping it a hundred. And Conan now has that with his podcast, Keeping It 100. Yeah. You, Keeping It Real Goes Wrong, fuck that. You are when Keeping It Real Goes Right. You're talking about sometimes Keeping It Real maybe have gone wrong. I don't know. I don't know your whole life story. I know a lot, but only you know that and your family. You are the idea when you talk about the whole story of everything when Keeping It Real Goes Right. Okay? So I'm not throwing Boston Sucks Bro under the bus. Truth be told, I'm a native New Yorker, and I fucking hate the New York teams. So when Boston beats New York, fuck you, my family. I fucking love it. Take that shit. Anyway, outside of that, I got to say, when you're talking, Dave, when keeping it real, it goes right. Or it goes reality right. Well, dude, if if um, if if if, uh, if you think that, if other people think that, then then, then that's what I'm aiming for. Hey, Boston you know? sucks. Uh, says that he said, um, Dave is a. He retorted again, uh, with me. He says Dave is a success story. I know. So you well, know what? I, I, if he wanted to add that, dude, not, I was attacking you for what you said. If I, you're adding it now, then that's okay. That's kind. And, dude, you know, I, if anybody – and let me say this right now, man. If anybody calls me old or makes old jokes, I'm – you know, I'll give you shit back. I, to, you know, equal measure. If You you know, if, I love uh, giving shit back and forth and, 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 and uh, you know, uh, just, you know, having fun. And, and this is honestly one thing I can actually have fun with. You know, you know uh, people say, hey, Dave, you're old. Well, yeah. No shit. No shit. I'm old. Or I, I say I'm old. I'm older than you guys. Much older. <clears throat> old enough for a lot of you to be your dads. Because I'm as old as a, a lot of your dads. So, um, you know, that's just this. This is just the, the, the fact of life. And this is the fact between us. And that, that even at, at, as young as some of you guys are, that, that you're able to come and, and at least critically listen to to what you know uh, someone like me has to say because you know i've put all my shit out there you know i and i'll uh, do two minutes of wrestling here i don't really other than than uh now a month of watching mlw i don't watch the current wrestling product because i think it sucks i really think it sucks it's bad tv and there's way too fucking much of it and and i so i just you know I am who I am, and I like the things I like because those are the things I like. Not because other people like them, not because they're popular to be liked. I like the things I like simply because I like those things. I've made decisions based on whatever is going on at that particular time to either accept or reject whatever comes along. That's, you know, that's pretty much how life is. You know, you, you, you're presented with new items or new ideas or or or, or 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 new ways to do things 
And, and, you know, as human beings, you know, what do we have the opportunity to do? We have the opportunity to look at those things, evaluate them, see if they're worth it, see if it's something that we can use in life, see if it's something we can use in our family situation, in our work situation, in, in, in the, the situation we find ourselves in, in relationships with friends and just anybody, man, just anybody. Yeah. Just, you know, and it's just, you know, to thine own self be true. I'll say it again. As long as, as, as long as in my head, I know who I am. I know where I've been. And the most important thing, I know where I'm at right now. As long as those things are in operation, then, then I got a smile on my face and I'm moving forward. Even with, with, with sh- even with the shit, the way shit goes, and trust me, here the last uh, several months, uh, you know, uh, there's been some things in my life that have been less than positive. Yeah. So, and, and I've, I've expressed them privately to some people. It, it has to do with my daughter and, and the son-in-law and, and, and just, just different things. Things that, that I didn't, you know, nobody wants to happen, but these things happen. And when they happen, you know, either you, you you live with the results, which I finally decided I need to just go ahead and live with whatever's happening, or I can just sit around and just stay pissed off all the time. And trust me, when I sit around and stay pissed off all the time, everybody fucking suffers. Yeah, everybody yeah. suffers. And I, I want to. Sh- I'm going to shut up, Boston, in a second. Um, what you saying? Uh, we have a saying in the end. I say we. I mean, I'm a, I'm a veteran, but I'm not in the army anymore. But who here has seen the movie Jawhead? You know, w- what's the saying when we're in combat? Welcome to the suck. You know, because it sucks. You know, when you're getting mortars on you, when you're risking the enemy, uh, like local nationals working with you is going to be the enemy against you. Shit like that. Welcome to the suck. There's many cases like that. And like you're talking about yourself, Dave, is... And... It goes with what Boston is saying. He says, yeah, misunderstanding. This is a quote. And the age thing was ball busting. If he really took it to heart, I'm sorry. Then he says, sorry, now I feel bad. Dude, his part of it. One, we have jokes with it. We have fun. We goof around. So we don't always take it to heart. At the same... Excuse me. At the same time... <laughs> so fucked up. Um, at the se- such a lush. You're <laughs> such a fucking lush. But you know what, Dave? Here's the thing. I uh, Ever since I was stationed in Germany, I understand the whole idea of calling it liquid courage. And that's a joke with this shit. Reality, but joke. Anyway, with Boston, dude, we're not trying to make you feel bad. Sometimes we deal with haters. Sometimes Dave or myself, because I fucking deserve it. But we deal with haters every so often, Mike and Jenkins. But some of the times it's jokes, sometimes it's reality. And we take it for what it is. You're listening in, you're goofing around, you're making some jokes. We know that you're not hardcore like some of the guys, like like fucking Vig. I remember when we first started this show, Vig was a problem. I sound so much like a fucking Bell, Bella twin right now. <laughs> It's so funny. I fucking hate myself. Oh, just like, keep going, man. You're doing I, fine. I, I You're remember, doing great. I, I remember Vig. He was like so so meany, and I couldn't stand it. And it's like, oh my god, why are you gonna? Do? No, okay, let's man it up. One, fuck Vig. Two, fuck the Bella Twins. 
Side note, if you guys haven't checked us out on the fucking WNC network uh, Twitter or on, in the Solemn Monster group for the uh, the votes, we have the Hall of Fame and the Hall of Shame almost done. Check out the Hall of Shame votes. Anyway, um, I don't think Dave took anything you said for the most part to heart. I mean, other than being humble with himself. And in many ways, it's good because it's enlightening. And that's coming from a guy who's a fucking Buddhist, okay? We're all about enlightenment, okay? <laughs> But, um, no, we're having fun with it. And, um, you know, I'm looking at, you know, Ricky Vasquez. I haven't watched, you know, I'm 35. My day is coming. I haven't watched Raw in eight years, which is crazy to think, you know. I haven't watched Raw in almost two years, and I still listen to Soup. Once in a blue moon, I listen to DTKC. I mean, I've gotten tied with Don Tony. That's a whole other story because fuck me. And you know, I was part of the Donzilla Army. Sky Genie, WWE makes as much sense as a nun in a biker cane. There's that, there's that shit. And so on and so forth while I fucking ramble on because God help me all. Um, and Boston says I got a lot of respect for Papa Dave. So there's that point. So, you know, anyway. We're not taking for the most part to heart. You know what I mean? As fucked up as I am right now, Dave isn't taking to heart. I ain't taking to heart. Other than... Our own reality checks. You know what I mean? At least I'm fucking real with my shit because I know I'm messed up right now. And Dave, he lives his shit every day and thinking of himself with that, you know? Because Corvin just turned 30. Jenkins just turned 30. I'm about to turn 30. And Dave's where he's at, you know? So we all live reality. Well, and I, I, I agree with that. Um, you, you guys are, are, are who you guys are. You know, and that's that's just, dude. I think that's the key to everything, man. Just be who the fuck you are. You know, don't 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 ever try to be anybody else. Um, I mean, you can emulate others. That's that's valuable. If 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 uh, you know, I, I like Mish's style when he does his podcast. Oh, he's a gold uh, I, I can't I can't really emulate him, uh, but I can listen to him and go, okay, well, I can appreciate that. Maybe if I listen to him enough, I'll. I'll Here's something valuable. You, you know uh, what? Same with, you, you, know, you do emulate him. You know why? I don't Mi know why. Mish, sometimes he's a bit of fun. Sometimes he's a bit of pageantry. Not too much. I mean that in the good ways. There are people who do it in the worst ways. But you and him, what's common? Fucking reality. You are both down to earth. Whether you're smoking on some reg like I've heard so many times on this show. Or whatever. Both of you are down to earth. And I think that's the key thing. And that's what I strive to be is down to earth. And I hope I do bring that to everybody who's listening to the chat. You know, right now I'm down to earth because I'm fucked up. <laughs> but I mean, in seriousness, when you are as real as it can be, when you are truly, you said how many times tonight to thy own. To uh, thine own self be true. My fucking accent to thy own self be true. That is the core of radio and podcasting and journalism and news. You know, I studied history and political science. Day, uh, Mish studied um, journalism. All those things is be real about yourself. And that is where you and Mish are equal in the fact that both of you are as real as can be. So you say, you talk about the comparisons with Mish. You already have that aspect. Whether you want to judge yourself on other aspects is fine. That's on yourself. 
But in well, reality, I mean, it, you it, have it. Go ahead, go ahead. Finish up. That was it. I was, okay, I was okay. just saying. I mean, you, you both know, have it, your reality. And, and here again, it all kind of rolls back to one thing. It rolls back to that, you know, as, as, as much as I hear everybody else, you know, I can't be everybody else. There is no way in the world I can be anybody but me. Because if I try to be somebody else, it comes off badly. And, and, and I just, it, it sounds stupid. So it's just easiest for me at this point in my life to be who I am, to say the things I say as they come out of my head, from my mouth into this microphone, or to whomever I'm talking to as they come out of my head, out of my mouth, as I'm face to face with people, as I'm with my, as whoever I'm with, man, if, if somebody's uh, here, or I'm, I'm somewhere else and I'm trying to make a deal with somebody, uh, make a little cash. Um, you know, people know when you're fucking with them, they just know. And especially if you're fucking with them by not being who you are, if you're, you know, trying to put on airs and, 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 and be, you know, some hot shot that, cause I've, I've tried all that shit. I've tried to be the hot shot who, uh, uh, knew a little bit more than everybody else. And, and, you know, I, I look at all these guys and, and, and you guys and, and you, you, uh, you have these very wonderfully specific college degrees, and you have all this wonderful training. Oh, let me tell you. Let me let me tell you about my way. Let me cut you. Let me cut you off. I'm sorry. I gotta cut you off. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm sorry, and I know I ramble. I'm sorry, but my sorry. college degree doesn't mean shit. I've always said the most important education of all the education and all the training I have was my training in the military. Okay, because that pre that prepared me for life. College education it is, is an expansion, but it ain't shit. So anybody that's listening in, don't think like that. And uh, please don't think like that, Dave. You are oh, a no, smart. No, no, I don't. No, no, I don't, no, I don't no, know what your education level is. I don't remember if you have just a high school diploma or just civilian experience or a degree. And I don't fucking care. Don't think that because I have a degree, I'm 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 better or anything. Because that is fucking bullshit. Well, no, let me, let me tell you, well, what, what I have a degree in is liberal arts. So if you need your liberal art fixed, I'm your man. Uh, that'll be great 100%. when I transfer to FIU. 100%. Great, great if, I need, if you need your liberal art uh, worked on, call Dave Sincere. I'm your guy. So what you're saying is, like I mentioned, FIU or maybe Harvard or Yale, you're the guy. <laughs> well, yeah, wait a think, you are uh, Laurie Laughlin, right? As we've seen in the news. Well, you know what? what no, let, let, me, let me tell you how this worked. You know, uh, twenty years after I graduate, or twenty-something years after I graduate high school, I finally get a uh, uh, a college degree through the uh, local LSU Extension. And this is back when they were offering college degrees for, you know, they they were given credit hours for for breathing. They legitimately were giving you credit hours if you were waking up and drawing breath. And, and you know, so I took advantage of it. And it, 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 it didn't mean as much as I thought it was going to mean. And I really kind of only did it for my mom because I promised her I would. Um, you know, because I, I, at the time I already had a good job and I was making good money. So I didn't have to worry about that shit. Uh I just, you know, 
I wanted to hear again, and this is something uh, I think that was important for me. <clears throat> I wanted it because it was important for me to have it at that time. The opportunity was there. Uh, I could do it. And, and I felt it would add something. Not take something away, but actually add something to everything else that I had going on. And it did. It really did. It did. It, it, um, uh, to be able to look at somebody and say, yeah, I've got, you know, I've got a degree. Man, there's a sense of pride in that. And I take pride in being able to say that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, dude, I mean, if there's a theme tonight beyond me being old, you know, it's, it's, dude, just, just, or dudes, just be grateful. You know, be grateful for what you have. Be grateful for what's coming. Be grateful for what you've had, even the bad stuff. Because trust me, when you look back on all that crap, when you when you kind of, you know, survey the whole thing and go, holy shit, there's a lot of wreckage, a lot of damage, a lot of fucked up shit back there. But, you know, I learned from each and every thing. Um, uh, I learned from each and every relationship. Dude, there's just... Life is so full of, of everything that you need to, to, to live a complete and full and good life. Um, just, you know, just as you're going through, be open to the experience. That was something somebody told me a long time ago that I still carry with me. Whatever happens, be open to the experience. For me, that's what being open-minded really means. For me, being open-minded isn't just taking everybody's ideas tossing them in my head and, and keeping them because, uh, you know, not every idea is a good idea, you know, and sometimes in, in my head, I have to put up the no shirt, no shoes, no service sign. Cause if it's, it's, if it's bad shit or if it's stupid shit, or if it's something I can't use or apply to what's going on, then it's something I can't use. Right. And being able to, and, and I'm still working on being able to recognize those things, even at my age. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> oh man, I'm getting a little sinus infection. <clears throat> and even at my age, I'm, 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 I'm still, you know, I'm still learning to recognize all the good versus all the bad and, 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 and to throw it on that proverbial scale, uh, for lack of a better way to put it. Um, you know, to see, to, to, to weigh its worth out for my life and for the lives of others, because, you know, there's, there's one thing that I've also learned that if I'm going to be in the world, I've got to actually be in the world and be engaged and involved. And, and, you know, sometimes that, that leads to, you know, hard feelings or ill feelings or what the fuck ever, but you know, it, it, everything is valuable. Everything has value from the past because it, it informs you as far as right now. And it also kind of keeps you going for what's to come. Now, at least that's been my experience. It, 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 it keeps things going for the things that are to come. And I know I'm being kind of vague and amorphous with some of this stuff. It's best to do that. It's, it's you know, uh, I always have to keep it simple. Because I'm, I'm not the brightest bulb in the string, but I'm bright enough to know that. And I'm well, smart enough to know that. I'm smart enough to know my limitations. Well, here's the thing. You said you don't mean to be vague, but 
life itself is vague. You know, we all experience different. We all learn different. I mean, you know, we can get into politics and everybody knows I'm different in many cases like that. But I still have my experiences. You know, I travel every fucking year to a new country experience the people experience the culture experience the life and i have a grand old time that right there you gotta be fucking vague in life because we have no goddamn clue with what we're gonna get we can get an idea okay if i save this much i'm gonna get this if i keep this i'm gonna get that but maybe that covers what 10 15 percent of our future at best you have to be vague you have to vagueness is the most important of life the most importance of life because if you think this is going to happen all the time it's not going to happen we all face that i thought my own plans for the future didn't happen not always in a negative way for the record everybody some things went positive um same thing I can bet for Dave. You have to be vague because that is truly what reality. And I'm making a intended unintended plug to our show to my show, the Reality Check Podcast. Yes, that, you are. But that is true, Dave. Vagueness is the true. You know, we, uh, how many jokes do we hear, whether it's in politics or elsewhere? You know, what's the truth in life? You're going to live, you're going to die, you're going to deal with the IRS, you're going to. Whatever the. F that's a joke I've heard for many years. But, that, uh, you know, there's so many things that's vague in life, but that, there is nothing. Sonic says it right here. Reality is vague. Nothing is set in stone. Boston sucks, bro. I love me media mediation. Uh, meditation. My apologies. Changed my whole life. Meditation has been proven to cause positive brain changes. We should all gaze off ecstasy for free. That's from Pooh Danny 20. All these things is true. Vagueness is the ultimate of reality because we don't, we know our past. We don't know our future. You can only maybe, if you're lucky, predict 20% of your future. The other 80% is mystery. In some ways, that's scary. Some ways, that's um, enlightening. And I'm rambling. I'm sorry. Well, you I'm, know, I'm and, not and sorry because... The, uh, the, uh, uh, last sentence. Last sentence. Vagueness is the key because it's what makes us truly experience and enrich in life. Let me key in on something that uh, uh, Pooh Danny 20... I can crack up when I read that name, Boo Danny 20. And, and, and Boston Sucks uh, are talking about meditation. You know, and, 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 you know, dude, half the time I'm just talking out of my head and just whatever's up there. Like, and I've already said it. Whatever's in my head just kind of spills out. Uh, the way it spills out, uh, if it makes sense, it makes sense. Sometimes it doesn't, and I understand that. Um, but, you know, the one thing I've discovered as far as any kind of meditation goes is meditation has always been that thing that takes the vagueness and makes it more specific. Uh, I don't, okay, I know that even sounds vaguer than, than vague. Um, 
you know, for me, I'm, I'm not a daily meditator, never have been. It, I, I, I've never found that discipline within myself. But the times, because people have shown me how to do it in the times that I've used it, it's taken the things that, that I've been confused about, you know, stuff that, that seems very vague, very, you know, confusing. And at least it put it into a, a clearer perspective. And I'm not talking about some kind of om mari padme om, om mari padme om kind of meditation. I'm just talking about sitting back, relaxing, you know, making sure everything's off, making sure your mind's in tune with, with, with whatever you're, you're meditating on or thinking about. And then just going forward and, and you know, we, we use a word a lot when we think. We, we use the word process. We process our thoughts. We process our feelings and our emotions to, to see where they come from, you know, how they're generated, why they're generated. Uh, I know that in my own particular case, uh, uh, it's sometimes, you know, I, I've got to keep a check on that stuff. Because I tend to, I mean, people have heard it on this very podcast. I tend to, when things aren't going right, I'll fly off the fucking handle. And I'll just I'll start you know chewing whoever's in the in the general vicinity out. It's been seen on this show, or not on this show, but on the Super Party. I've done it a couple of times. Um, and dude, I, I accept that about myself. I want it to change. I, I want to do better. But as it stands right now, I accept that part of me as just you know who I am and what happens. I do fly off the handle. <clears throat> and if I hurt somebody's feelings, that means I'm going to have to apologize to them. It's a simple process. Yeah, I, you know, it, it, it's not something I have to overthink. But, you know, it's, it's using thought and meditation and consideration if you don't like, because a lot of people don't like the idea of meditation because it sounds, and I'm going to say that dirty word, it sounds spiritual. And, and you know, you know, that's another whole aspect of my life that, that I'm not going to get into in this podcast because this, this ain't the show for that. But uh, just to know that, you know, there are things that I have been doing and using, ideas that I've adopted. Uh, I, I, I've said it many times here uh, on the Super Party and a lot of our stuff. I'm a reader. I love to read. And over the years, uh, what I've done is... <clears throat> I've searched and I've looked and, and I'm still searching and looking, um, for, for, you know, what's correct, what's right. I mean, uh, is religion right? Is religion wrong? Uh, is spirituality a way to go? Uh, do I just need to be more, uh, uh reasonable intellectual? Will that satisfy me more? <clears throat> and, and what it boils down to is you've got to find your place between your ears. Just like, you know, I'm continuing to search for my place. First things first, I've got to search for those things between my ears because that's where everything happens. You know, that's where all the plans are made. That's where the information comes in. And it's from that, that space between my ears that the information gets processed and comes out. You see? Oh, I definitely see. And, um, you know, I'm, <laughs> I know I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, no, a no, ticky tacking along no, here. no, 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 not at all. I mean, you, you're, um, providing better, uh, composition than me in this current state, but I mean, 
I'm looking in the chat and I'm following everyone, what everyone's saying. And, you know, it's like Boston Sucks Bro is going off of what you just said. And he's like, it doesn't matter what form as long as you get where you want to be. And I can't really think of an example where any time where you got mad, went on a tangent, whatever, where no matter what the people thought, you got where you wanted to be. And I think that's probably foolproof. And that's completely true. You know, um, Pudani saying in reality, it's just it's just thinking nothing, just observing the best feeling in the world. Boston follows up with what you said reminded me of something ba David Bowie said. He called himself a collector of many things, philosophy, culture, and etc. And phew, never thought we'd have a David Bowie uh, reference on the show. And that's not a knock on David Bowie. I just didn't think we'd be that good. <laughs> But I well, mean, you know, it's, 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 it's and I understand. True. I understand yeah. that. I, I get what he's saying. Yeah, and but everything what you said and what they're saying is true. Is because, and this is one of the things I love. Like this is why I love studying psychology. Is because psychology, sociology, archaeology, anthropology, and etc. Man-made items, man-made society, man-made culture, man-made psychology is that we got to study why we think what we think, what we think what we think, where we think, and etc. Most important is the why. But, you know, why you go off on your tangents, justified or maybe unjustified that becomes justified, because let's be honest, rarely do you ever say anything that's unjustified in the end. Um, but... You know, I once heard, I saw this on a research study, is that the idea is once you hit the halfway point in your life, everything it becomes not living experience, but teaching or philosophical or whatever. You know, you're bringing what you've learned to other people. And like I mentioned before, the, you know, I'm going to fucking pull it, pull it up just because I want to see. U.S. average lifespan. And let's just see what the fuck it's at right now. The average lifespan is 78.7 years, which means once you hit 34 point... Is that 34? No, no, fuck me. 39.3 years old. 39 and change. You are now in the twilight years, as one person I remember seeing the study said. The twilight years, many people say, is your last decade of life. But others have said, a few people have said, when you hit the plateau of life, which is the top of the mountain, everything is going down from that point. Maybe you go up in life. You got a higher political job or a promotion job. Whatever the fuck. I don't care. You are now taking your experiences and you're putting it to other people. That's the twilight. You know? So that's literally anything past 39 and change. And what you put off to others, Dave, whether it's me, Jank, Mike, anybody in the chat room, you help out with that. And what Mish puts off, what Don Tony, what uh, anybody who's the older years past the uh, at the age of fucking forty and over, those become the ideas because we have to learn from that. Whether it's in podcasting or in life or in wrestling, whatever the fuck we cover. And yes, Phil, I am fucking up with what I'm saying. Fuck you right now. Best promoter in the goddamn podcasting world, but fuck you right now. <laughs> but seriously, it's like everything you're saying, 
it has to be taken with a grain of salt, but also with a grain of enrichment because we need to learn. Because we don't know what's at the edge of the horizon, and horizon, and we we need to picture that. We need to learn. You know. Well, dude, you know, what all I can tell anybody is is uh, you know what works best for me. I, you know, I I can I can espouse philosophies all day long because I've spent the last twenty some odd years reading and studying all kinds of stuff, man. You know, I I, I come from a you know my background is fairly as far as as spirituality goes it's fairly conservative you know i'm gonna say it here i'm a believer that's the first fucking time david said anything's related to conservative on this show <laughs> well and and but dude i mean it, it's it's considered conservative because you know when you say you're a believer people go oh jesus christ not one of those guys oh my god what well, he's a mythologist tell him the stephen colbert He's Dude, a hardened and, and, Democrat, but still is Roman Catholic. You know, I, I'm just... Man, I, I, I've spent a lot of years uh, questioning things. And, and the one value in, in questioning everything is you get to expose some things in the light that they should be exposed in. You know, I'm, I'm not real thrilled about organized religion, but I don't hate them. I'm not real thrilled about uh, the big major religions and the anger they feel towards each other, but I understand. I do. I get it. I still I, don't understand. I, I I get it. You know, people with different beliefs. You know, every everybody gets a belief and they want to hang on to that belief. Uh, you know, until the day they die. But what's more important than hanging on to your belief is making sure that you can convince somebody else it's right. Whether it's right or not, if you can convince somebody else that your belief is right, you know, then you're on your way. Because if you can convince somebody else, it provides that sense of validation that whatever I'm, you know, I'll give you an example. Whatever I'm thinking between my ears, whatever I believe at that particular moment, if I can get you to believe it too, then there's that sense of, wow, what satisfaction and there's also a sense of power in it. So I always have to be careful with that stuff. Um, you know what's funny, if, if I may comment? Sure. I mean, the, the, now, I used to watch the show uh, Storage Wars, and they talked about the wow factor. And like you just said, the wow. That part is true. I'm not going to deny that part. But you know what I honestly d d um, I'm, I'm different on? And I'm what's not gonna that? Say, I'm not going to say I deny, but... The true factor. What I honestly think it is, pun intended towards Joe Rogan, I honestly think it's the fear factor. Because I think... Now, this is the weird thing. People are thinking, you know, oh my God, a Republican saying this shit? Fuck that. I'm a libertarian Republican. I'm different on this. I honestly think it's because... Now, this is my honest belief. I'm a believer in God. I think that the Big Bang Theory is not foolproof. I think somebody had to fucking make this in the end, and the idea of an almighty God over the entire universe and all that could be possible. And Mish is in, is in the chat, so his head's probably exploding a Hi, little Mish. bit. But his head's probably exploding a little bit on that. But, I mean, I just I can't say that the idea of perfect round-shaped moons and planets and suns and stars, which, by the way, suns are stars, everybody. Our sun is a star. Anyway... I just got, I got to say, I can't believe that it's just a big bang. But in any case, is that 
I think it's honestly the fear factor. People believe in something and then they fear that if they if they move away from it, they're not gonna get enlightenment. They're not gonna get peace. They're not gonna get um, everlasting life in heaven. You know, that's where you look at um, radical Muslims who get into the idea of oh my god, I'm gonna get seventy two virgins in, in uh, heaven if I do this. You get Christians or Jews or Buddhists or Hindus or Taoists, Confucius, whatever the fucking religion may be. And they think that I have to follow this because this is what's going to be getting me eternal salvation. So I think it's honestly, this is the idea of, you know, this is what I'm going to get. But it's not just the idea of the true factor, but more importantly, the fear factor. That if I, de if I deviate from this, I'm not going to get it. Well, and that's just the whole thing, man. You know, I've spent a whole, I can't say a whole lifetime, but I've spent the last many, many years, you know, looking at all kinds of stuff and trying to look at it critically and, you know, what's, what, what works best? What do I think will work best for me? You know, trying this on for size, trying that on for size. Dude, I, I've gone back and forth with all kinds of different little philosophies. And and the one philosophy that, that seems to, to have emerged through all of it is there again, I have to roll back to thy own to that that to thine own self be true. You know, because if they're my beliefs and they're important to me and 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 they help motivate me to do good things for myself, for my family, and for other people, uh, then then they're of value. No matter what that philosophy is. Hell, man, even if you're a compassionate Satanist, be a compassionate Satanist. If you're a compassionate atheist, be a compassionate atheist. But for God's sakes, at least, you know, find that place within yourself where you find compassion. Because uh, uh, Boston sucks. just put a word in. I don't know what the other, because I don't have my glasses on, but I can read this one word. Happy. Dude, everybody looks for ways to be happy. Everybody's searching for happy. Everybody wants to, to, to feel good about who they are and what they're doing and, and about their place in the world and their value in the world. Everybody wants to feel. I know I do. I, I want to feel that way all the time. And, and for me, the best way to do that is to just, you know, do my thing. You know, that's why so many of my friends uh, are philosophically different than I am. So many of my friends are philosophically, uh, my best friend in the world is, is as much a Trumpetarian as you are, John. As much a Trumpetarian as you are. Uh-oh. Because of that, because he, he, he makes his stand and, and, and believes in the thing he believes, I love him all the more for that. I, I don't, I'm not in this, you know, if you don't believe what I believe, <clears throat> I've got to cut you off. I need other people who believe different things in my life. You know, my daughter doesn't believe all the things I believe. You know, philosophically, um, uh, religiously, uh, politically, she's more conservative than I am. That's how she grew up. That's how, you know, uh, becoming a mom, being married, uh, having to run a household, having to work. You know, it just, it, it's created within her um, a more conservative outlook. 
Now we don't we don't ever argue about that stuff. Uh, now my friend and I will uh, we'll get into some good heated debates from time to time, but uh, when it's done, we shake hands and we fucking move on. And because right we there, love each other, we love each other more than than we love our philosophies. Because you use the important word. I've said this before. Because let, let's be honest, uh, I can debate. I talk a lot. I mean, anybody that wants to make a joke about me, it's, it's fucking stupid at this point. But what I've always said is, I'm a. I am not an. I've talked about this with my family because my dad makes his jokes as well. I don't argue I debate because an argument is purely emotional or stupid or whatever have you a debate is intellect and discussion and dialogue and all those different things but in the end in an argument people will separate and not want to talk to each other or not want to be related in any fashion to each other a debate on the other hand it's about topic it's about substance and when you're done you could be enemies you could be opposition you could be whatever but you still like you just said shake hands or maybe you hug or if your family i love you whatever the fuck may be you're still connected in an argument you lead yourself to the point of potential no connection in a debate it's just about substance and when you're done you're still connected you know, that's the difference between a debate and an argument. Dude, I've learned this, that that the ideas that I have and, and the ideas that you have, the ideas that anybody that, 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 that I have a relationship with, whatever they are, you know, uh, ideas are temporary because – you know, if, if, if I'm a human being who gives a shit at all, and I hope I am about, you know, trying to uh, have a little, you know, positive human growth, then some of those ideas are going to change. You know, over the years with experience, some of the ideas I've had have changed simply because I, I, I've lived long enough to see that though, you know, I thought it was a great idea, it's not very practical. Yep. You know, and that's what you have. I mean, there, there again, man, you know... It, don't ever lock your head into one thing and just say, well, this is where I am and I'm never going to move. And I'm, you know, this is, the, this is it. There is no, this is it because tomorrow's coming. <laughs> as long as tomorrow's coming, there is no, this is it. <laughs> and, I mean, Yes. I, I'm sorry because I was laughing like, you know, this is. Yeah. Very, I'm sorry. No, no, no. No, no, no. I was laughing because, like you said, like, you know, there was no, this is it. And all I could think of was that fucking asshole that is Michael Jackson, his special, his last special, this is it, you know. But, uh, no, I mean, in the end, it's like, it, it, in some ways, you're true. But, I mean,. You know, we look back, and whether it's with hindsight or with modern sight, and what I mean by that, everybody, is from 50 years and before, it's hindsight. Anything <laughs> later, I believe, is modern sight. You know, Lyndon, uh, Richard Nixon, let's see, uh, yeah, he still falls within modern sight. But Lyndon Johnson, who got out as a president in 1968, that was... 
hindsight. That's my that's my 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 mindset in a history mindset, is that it's hindsight from fifty years and before. But we all have this hindsight or a modern sight, whatever it is. But at the same time, like you just mentioned with your own uh, personal self, Dave, is that times change. You know, we look at so many things that's changed as history of this country. You know, our country was founded with the independence in 1776, the revolution which led to the British um, admitting defeat in 1781, finally exonerated in the Treaty of Paris in 1783. And finally, through the Articles of Confederation and then the the Constitutional Convention. I'm so fucked up that I could still say all this shit eventually. um, That led to the first presidency in 1789. So many things have changed over time. And that is the important aspect. Change comes with time. The, the the modern philosophy is a generation happens and changes every 20 years. You know, so whether it's Generation X, not D-Generation X, which they can be included too. Generation X, Generation Y, Generation Z, Millennials, which fall into Z, I think. Generation AA, if this is what this modern generation is, I have no fucking clue. But, you know... Change comes with time. Martin Luther King and Malcolm X would not have been able to happen in 1776. But in 1956 and 1966, clearly, you know, change come. That's a weird example. I mean, I could say the same thing with Mary Surratt. I could say with Susan B. Anthony. I can say with, um, uh, oh, my fucking God. Dave, who was that famous, I think it was out of California, the famous civil rights uh, member who was the Hispanic, I think his name was Chavez, not you. Cesar Chavez. Cesar. Fucking A, you know, all these different guys. uh, Farm workers union guy, yeah, big activist in the 60s. Thank you. Cesar, whether it's, you know, Susan B. Anthony or Mary Surratt, or if it's Cesar Chavez, whether it's Malcolm X, whether it's Martin Luther King, those five people helped change the idea of society in terms of just white dominance over everything else. And we can go on so many different examples, but change oh, is, is uh, time is the most powerful asset, whether in benefit or disbenefit. You know, because there's so many things that we want to change, but it's not going to happen now. But with time, it could change. There were so many things that we look in the past that couldn't change. But with time, it has changed. Time is the, you know, father time or mother time, whatever the fuck. I mean, there's father time and mother nature, motherfuckers. Okay. (laughs) You know, mother nature gets the whole fucking planet. Father time just gets time. Deal with it. Okay. But those two, the most important aspect is time. And it takes time to change. So, I mean, look at me. I was 18 years old, joined the army, served in the Middle East, and I voted for Obama because I was a hardened Democrat. With time change, I became a Republican. Now, a lot of people are going to say, what the fuck, dude? That's the exact opposite of what we wanted to happen. Whatever. I I don't care. But it's like with time changes certain things, you know. I mean, and something's not different. I mean, you on yourself, Dave, you know, you mentioned there's a couple things that may be conservative, whatever. I don't know. You're a Democrat. 
you you keep that southern democrat mindset in so many ways Mm -hmm. but you don't follow the pc democrat mindset of 2019 Nope. you know that right there is the idea of change time uh, i'm sorry time has changed some things but not everything because you're not falling victim to everything now that sounds stupid i don't mean it like that everybody there were some things that it's not that we fall victim to, but there were some things. Republican, Libertarian, Democrat, Green Party, Reform Party, Veterans Party, Constitution Party, I don't fucking care. There's always something that we fall victim to. And that happens. With time, society changes. And that's the important aspect. We all change over time. I've changed over time. Whether it's for the good in the eyes of Dave, a Democrat, or bad in the eyes of Republicans that I know, I don't fucking care. We all change over time. And that's the most important aspect is that we can't control time, but when we look back, we look, we look at it and we go, wow, I'm kind of glad it took time for this to happen because if we just change overnight, it wouldn't be bad. And that's not talking on a political level, I'm talking on a personal level because Time is what makes experience, which goes back to the idea of, like, I made the joke about chronologically efficient. Time is what makes that efficient. Time makes efficiency. You know, the great thing about about time is, you know, there, there, there's I, I look at time in three basic aspects. There's the right now. You know, the, 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 this moment in time that I'm living, I'm talking to you guys, there's right now. There's the past. You know, the before time. You know, that's all the stuff that's happened uh, since the day I was born. And then there's what's going to happen. You know, and, and, and the, the idea is simple. As far as I'm concerned, and I'm just first of all, I have to refer to just me. As far as I'm concerned, all that stuff in the past is stuff in the past. You know, it, it happened. Whatever it was is what it was. And either I have learned from it and, and, and taken those experiences and turned them into something else positive or negative, which, whichever the direction needed to go. Uh, or I haven't. Hopefully, I'm, I've, I've, I've been able to at least get on, on the road to starting to accomplish some of that shit. You know, and then there's the right now. It, 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 that's the easy part. It's where we happen to be at any given moment. You know, like, I'm, like I just said, I'm here right now talking on the microphone, uh, talking to you guys, talking to John. Uh, <clears throat> this is what it is. But, but... It's also based on everything that's come before. All my experiences bring me to right here, right now. And when I'm right here, right now, then I can either look at what's to come in one of two ways. Either I can fear the future or I can have confidence in the future. That can that kind of tends to be a little uneven. You know, sometimes we don't know what's going to happen you know, I, I get a little afraid, but you know, I'm not going to say most of the time, but at least more and more. Um, I don't try. I, 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 or I, maybe more and more is not the way to put it. Less and less. I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I'm trying less to anticipate what I think might happen in the future, 
because experience has taught me that if I just let things happen the way they're supposed to happen and just play my part, just do my thing, think my thoughts, you know, act out my actions, then it's going to be okay. And, and, uh, you know, I'm satisfied there again in the right now, uh, one of the, there again, here's a, uh, old boy told me this years ago, man, you know, just live in the now. You hear that all the time. It, it's, it's, you hear it so much, probably it's become a joke about living in the now. But, I mean, all it means is just, just, just be present and be where you are, you know. No matter how good, bad, or indifferent the past is, no matter how dark and shady the future looks, if you're living in the now, or if I'm trying, let me put it more personally, if I'm living in my reality right now, then, you know, all that shit in the past was just experience. All the shit to come uh, is anticipation. Sometimes good anticipation, sometimes a little bit worrisome. But at least it's anticipation. If I'm anticipating, then I'm feeling. And there ain't a damn thing wrong with feeling. You know, just, just man, it, it, it's important for me just to be fucking present. And, and, and that's what I try to do when we do these shows, man, is just just show up and be present. Uh, I haven't accomplished it every time, you know, but I think I've gotten a little better at it over the years. Um, no, you're, you're spot on, as Luke would say. You know, and between you and um, Pudani says in the chat, humanity has been safer than ever. Just work towards life extension is... I think when we look back at history, there's so many examples that are valid. World War One, World War Two, the scare of the um, the belief of nuclear war with Soviets, valid examples. Okay, so I'm not knocking that. But we look back in recent history, in the last 50 years, minus the idea of the Soviet scare, and it's not the idea of oh, communism taking over. That's bad in itself. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm just talking about the idea of bombing us with nuclear weapons, okay? What I'm saying is we think so much that if society is bad, then we are going to live a bad life. There's other countries that that is true. We, we look at uh, Venezuela right now. We look at the Middle East. We look at, I mean, some other legitimate countries that are valid, and we look at some of the things that's happening, and we think that way. To a point, it's valid. You know, if this is what happens to them, what can happen to us? That's okay. You know, I mean, we look at 9-11, we look at Katrina, and the idea of, you know, oh, if a terrorist bombing happened to us, or if a major hurricane destroyed a city, what could we result to? Valid responses. No matter what anyone says, valid responses. And I know it's taken away from what Dave said, but I mean, what I'm trying to get at is... We look at it as a society, and we look at it and we th see what society's saying. We think that, and they say this is good or this is bad. And we say, well, if this is what's happened to them, this is what's going to happen to us. I think that we need to, uh, like w what Dave's saying is, y you didn't mean like this, Dave, but what I'm saying is the idea of when it's uh, good for our personal sense, it's good for our personal sense. Who cares if it's good or bad for others? personal sense and it's not knocking to anybody in the chat room if it's good for you it's good for you if it's bad for you it's bad for you but if it's bad for us that doesn't mean it's bad for you 
You know, if it's good for us, that doesn't mean it's bad for you. You got to see what's good for you. And if it's good and if it's beneficial for you, it's good and it's beneficial for you. And even more importantly, it's also good and beneficial for others that you're involved with uh, in, in relationships, uh, personal relationships, you know, at work, wherever, man, hell, hell, checking out at the grocery store, uh, buying a pack of gum at the Seven Eleven. It, it has value from the most, from the, 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 the most intense, the biggest, the most intimate relationships to, you know, saying, uh, hello to the clerk at the Seven Eleven instead of, uh, being a grumpy motherfucker and, 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 uh, fiddle fucking around and, 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 you know, cause I've done this, man, I I've done this, you know, just, just walk around miserable and just, you know, it's, it's like you're puking your shit up on everybody. Um, uh, my bad attitude. Well, you say good morning, you say, have a good day. Fuck you. Fuck your good morning and good day. And dude, I've been there. I've been in those spots where, you know, I, I've thought in my head, how dare you say have a good day? Fuck you. You don't know what a good day is. And and only to sit back later and go, Jesus Christ, what an asshole I am. <laughs> what a fucking asshole I am. Did you ever I, see the, I, I have you ever see the movie people, uh, We Were Soldiers? Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Mel Gibson. Great Mel Gibson. Yeah. Sam Elliott. One of the best actors in history. He played Saw Major Plumley. I'm sorry. I'm just what you said reminded me of that. You know, um, oh my God, what is what was his name? He played Gary Batier, and we remember the Titans, but he played the sergeant. And he goes, uh, you know, good morning, Saw Major, and Sam Elliott playing Saw Major Plumley looks back at him and goes, how do you know what kind of goddamn day it is? <laughs> that like a couple of days later, beautiful morning, Saw Major. What are you a fucking weatherman now? Good movie. Very good movie. Excellent. Excellent movie. I highly recommend it, man. And if you've got to hang up with Mel Gibson, you know, uh, tough shit, get over it and, and, and watch that movie. It's really good. Oh, yeah. I have, I have a hang up with Nicholas Cage because I heard the guy's a smug asshole. But you know what? I can differentiate between the person and the actor in that case. Oh, hell, I'm a smug asshole. But, you know... <laughs> Uh, and, and, and the thing about it is my smug assholishness, I'm really good at it. You know, I'm, 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 I'm what one might call a practiced amateur at being a smug asshole. So I got that going for me, which is nice. And I think we all are, which is a good way. Hey, Johnny, Johnny, I heard you mention Michael Jackson. Did, did, did he sing for the Tommy Dorsey band? Did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, did uh, shout out to Boston Sucks, bro. Just because he pulled up the the uh, Twitch link to our boy uh, Old Man Jenkins. If anybody doesn't know, um, Jenkins does a show. I, I like to call it Gaming with Jenkins because he does whatever he plays on Twitch. Oh my! God. If we were to count by hours alone, Jenkins does more for the WNC than anybody. More than me more than Dave, more than Jenkins, more than any of the new guys that we have on the WNC network, which is uh, Luke and Sam for the Transcontinental Project, more than uh, Sam and Scott Rybred for It's Pathetic with Scott Rybred and any other shows we bring in. Jenkins is on it so much, so shout out to, um, to 
you know, I'm looking back and see Luke that, that um, is sharing the link for, you know, the uh, Jenkins uh, Twitch account. If you guys have a Twitch account, follow him because he does a lot of stuff. Whether, whether it's, um, <sighs> he does three games mostly that I know of. Assassin's Creed uh, Origins, he may do Odyssey. I don't know. And that's stupid to say because I'm an Assassin's Creed fucking guru. I love the uh, history of it, although I fucking hate Origins. And God knows I'm going to hate Odyssey. I've never played it yet, but I've seen some of the uh, clips of it. The graphics is a fucking amazing. But the storyline, I just I can't get into. Okay? I'm sorry. But, um, you know, let's, let a quick, quick point out. Jenkins has been doing shows nonstop. He's gotten over 2,000 views on Twitch. He plays Assassin's Creed Origins. He plays Minecraft. And he plays uh, Call of Duty Zombies. Those are the three things he covers. And like Luke is saying, he's on five, six days a fucking week. And when Luke Birch says that, that's fucking fact. Because Luke is on all the goddamn time. I'm even off the air here on our Mixlet, and it still shows that Luke is logged in every so often to us. You know, so like when we go live, Luke is immediately getting it. That Luke is a fucking diehard WNC boy. You know, Scott Grant and Luke Birch are the true top um, WNC fans. And uh, both of them are now members <gasps> Excuse me, of the WNC family. So that's the fun part. I, oh, yes, I love games. I was the Tiddlywinks champion of 1939. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, folks. I sound like Jenkins here. Listen, y'all. If, 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 you know, I've, I've, uh, if I've insulted anybody or, or, or through anything I've said, if you think I'm trying to get up in your business or any of that shit, I'm not, man. I'm just, you know, this this door kind of opened, and sometimes I, 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 I'm one of those guys that, you know, when the door opens, it's probably best just to go through it and see what happens. You know, and this is an opportunity to to go through the door and just see what happens. And and you know, we 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 managed to have a really cool talk and have a lot of fun and some laughs and 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 you know, it, if I've at all seemed uh you know overbearing or a little pompous or or preachy, you know, that's not my intention here, man. I'm 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 not trying to convert anybody to anything. I don't I I do not either want or need you to believe any of the things I believe. I, I, it's not necessary. Um, I want you to believe what you believe. You know, I want you to, to, to take those things that are important to you and make them important to you. Not important to me, important to you. Because, you know, my only satisfaction <clears throat> are the things that I'm satisfied in. Not the things you're satisfied in. Not what makes everybody smile. Not, and it's not always particularly what just brings us together. Because, you know, as I have learned, we are at different levels, different types of, of, of for example, wrestling fans. We're not all the same. Yet here we all are. We're listening. We're talking. We're having communication. And, and you know, you've hung with us for nearly two hours and, and, you know, I know some of the things I've said are, 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 are a little vague and, and a little strange, but 
dude, that's okay. You, you're willing to listen. I was willing to talk. John was willing to talk. Everybody was willing to share their thoughts and, 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 and ideas in the chat. And, and dude, that's what I'm talking about. That's the, if there's a, a way to kind of draw, to start to draw a line on this, you know, let's all just be who we are and, and, and believe what we believe because it's what we believe. And, and, and even the things that we don't believe yet or we're not sure about, um, you know, there's lots of stuff that I'm not sure about. Oh, yeah. That's all right. That's fine. I don't, I don't worry about what, what, you know, because I can't fix any of it. I can't make any of it better. I can't make any of it worse. I can just do my part. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and for tonight, this was my part. Yeah. And I, I think that's um... – to merely go off of you is the important word is um, enlightenment and I'm not trying to take that word out of because of the fact that you know I'm a, I'm a Buddhist and as stupid as that sounds that's literally one of the entire things you know I got into Buddhism because of a couple of things peace tranquility the never any search for eternal knowledge um, and the belief of the idea of diversifying for all which I know a lot of people like look at me in so many fucked up manners. You know, I was raised Roman Catholic. I became Buddhist, joined the army, eventually became a Republican after the army. My life is fucked up in so many ways of what is the standard doctrine? Fuck you. But the important role is enlighten. Not the enlightenment of our mindset. Because between me and Dave alone, if we were to go off of just politics... We're not going to enlighten shit. No, not really. <laughs> because not we're really. So, Dave and I are so different. We're going to make people hate both of them. And yep. it's going to get to the point where all the Americans are going to support the Green Party of Canada. <laughs> you know? We're gonna, Why the hell not? They're going to hate both of us. <laughs> but, Why the hell not? But the enlightenment of life is different because, you know, like I said, Dave's not a hardliner and I'm not a hardliner. And but that now that's politics. Fuck that right now. In life, you can't be a hardliner. You you, you can't. You know, you got to be open. You got to be diverse. There's a joke in the military. Um, um, I don't know if you ever heard this, Dave. Probably not because your dad was Navy. And that's not a knock. What I'm saying is uh, now bear with me. The Marine Corps, the joke, the line is Semper Fidelis, always faithful. Mm-hmm. The, the Coast Guard, Semper Paratus, always ready. We have a joke in the Army, Semper Gumby. Who remembers that clay program sh- uh, cartoon, Gumby? You know? I do. Yeah. The, the line we have in the military, I don't think your dad ever had this phrase back in the day. Semper Gumby, always flexible. That's the joke we have in the military of the modern day. Semper Gumby. I can't tell you how many times I fucking heard that line. And it's so goddamn true. In life, in military, in work, whatever. You gotta be flexible. You know, if you have views that's similar to Dave, that's fine. I don't care. If you have views that's similar to me, that's fine. I don't think Dave cares. I can only guess. If Dave's about to say he doesn't care, that's on Dave. If he does say he does care, that's also on Dave. <laughs> you know? And I'm only saying that because I'm not trying to put words in his mouth. 
No, of course not. I understand. I right. understand. You know, and, and, and the funny thing is, it's it's not that hard to identify the things I care about. You know, I mean, it, it, if anybody thinks about it, man, it's not hard to identify what we care about and, and, and the things that are important <laughs> to us. Because they, they, so they're right fu- there. They're right there in front of us all the time. We make it so funny fucking obvious there's no guessing <laughs> so you know when when you're um uh, you know that's the whole thing that 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 life situation man uh, be fluid be you know uh be able to go into a situation and if it ain't working out to to your or my uh, expectations well you know maybe instead of getting all pissed off do a little uh, expectation adjustment you just oh, said the you know back up think and i know i know it's a, that's a that's a, a dirty five letter word think <laughs> but sometimes back up think then act and cuz i you know you see this a whole lot man everybody gets all and especially here in social media everybody gets all raw and they're ready to and and as well they should everybody should stand up for their people you know that that's a fundamental of of of, of everything man when you get uh, this kind of a family around you that we have around us, you want to stand up for them. And I understand that. Yeah. But sometimes my curiosity is, is as we're proceeding forward, do we stop, think, and then go? Yeah. Do we, do we consider the possibility that what we're about to say won't make the situation better? It might even make the situation worse. It might cause more ill feelings and more hurt. And, and, and uh, uh, it, it, it'll drive larger wedges between us and, and cause greater separation yeah. and, instead of bringing us together. Which is what, dude, you know, we as a community need to be, you know, uh, pulling each other in and holding ourselves close. Uh, because, you know, we legitimately, we are who we have. Yep. We've got each other. Exactly. And as long as we, you know, and, and it, it, this kind of situation is, is you know, I, for me, it's as simple as, you know, I, the things I practice in here are the very things I practice out there. You know, I, I, I try to treat everybody with respect out there. I, you know, out or, or in this world that I'm existing in right now, sitting in this chair, you know, I love my family. I love my daughter. I love my grandkids. I love my friends. <clears throat> I love the things I do. Not all the time, but I love the things I do. And, and dude, I just, I mean, I, I, I you know, I, I want us as an us, you yeah. know, to, 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 to remember that, that, you know, we've got each other, no matter what, we all have each other and as independent as, as I've been talking about and standing on your own two feet and thinking your own thoughts, <clears throat> there's one thing also that I've learned that's just as important that as, as individual as I want to be, I still need everybody else. Yeah, it's not that I want everybody else. I need everybody else. We all do. I, I need the relationships in my life. I, you know, I'm I'm grateful. I have a a, a, a friend that I can call on, uh, and 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 
you know, for companionship, if you will. And I'm putting it very kindly. Yeah. Uh, uh, dude, there's just so many things that, that I have to be grateful for. I have to be happy about. And, and because there are other things that I'm not so grateful for and that, that don't make me happy. And I, I don't know if I believe in balance in life. I'm not 100% sure that, that, that balance in life really exists. Uh, because some days are up, some days are down. And I think the real balance is, is that thing I was talking about, that past stuff. You know, what we do is we balance our past out. We, we examine the good, we examine the bad. We throw all that stuff up on the scale and find the best way to use everything for right now. Because, you know, if I'm doing that and I'm, I'm using that stuff in the right now, and then, you know, just like the third step, when it comes to whatever's coming down the road, whatever's going to happen later, the things I can't see, those things aren't so frightening. They're not so surprising. They're not they're not going to create in me uh, fear of the future. Yeah. I can be comfortable with, with tomorrow or what might happen because I, I've had enough experience to know that good, bad, and indifferent, if it hurts, it's only going to hurt for a little while. So, you know, don't ever be afraid of pain or hurting. That shit happens. You know, pain yeah. and hurt, it's just real. That's just how life works. You know, but when when that shit happens, you know, understand that it's all there for a reason and i'm not talking about god i'm not talking about religion i'm not talking about spirituality but it's there for a very human very earthly reason yep because we need it yeah and um, i need it you need it we all need uh the good the bad the indifferent the up the down you know getting laid every day not getting laid for a year we all (laughs) need that shit oh yeah been there it, because it's it, it's it's how we learn it's how i've learned to just you know finally look at life with a little contentment and go well that's how it happens that's what that's what goes on so you know just hell man be encouraged don't don't be discouraged be encouraged if there's anything i can say just be encouraged and and you know find your place you know, I'm looking for mine. John's looking for his. We're all looking for our place in this world. Just, just, you know, fucking search. Just go out there and fucking search. Do it with joy. Do it with fear. Do it with, with anticipation. Uh, do it with a little humility, a little reverence. And, and also do it with some audacity. You know, push yourself forward sometimes because that's exactly what we got to do. We oh, got to yeah. push ourselves forward. Exactly. And, um, you know, this can go back with, um, I was talking about Luke, uh, not Luke. I talk about Luke a lot. Um, no, tonight was with Scott, but a side note, um, goes back with the topic is, um, like you mentioned with the idea of being fluid and, um, I looked at the, uh, translation for it, but that right there, the idea of being fluid with it is, um, is so much important with life. I mentioned the idea of vagueness and everything, et cetera. I made the joke about Simba Gumby, which is a true thing. Ask anybody who's a Army or Marine vet, probably Navy, Air Force, and Coast Guard as well. I don't know. I just know the Marines and the Air Army will use that. Here's the thing. 
and this is almost like the unofficial motto for the WNC, if you think about it, because of everything we've talked about tonight and other times. Semper liquidis. That's the Latin translation for always fluid. Your life is always going to be fluid. You know, you plan shit out, and it's the same as in wartime. Everything you plan out ain't going to go to fucking plan. It's going to go to shit. That's what's going to happen, you know? And, um,. You gotta always be fluid and everything like Dave said, um, but like another thing I was talking about, like with with uh, Scott Greer tonight, you know, because uh, Scott, I was talking with Scott earlier because I'm trying to update the WNC we- website, and for everybody that's listening, and we've gone up a couple of times tonight, you know, we've started with like 20, 19, 20 people or something like that tonight, and we were going down in numbers. I mean, and look at us right now; it's about th- almost three thirty in the morning a.m. Uh, on the Eastern Standard Time. We went down to 12, we went back up to 14, down to 12. Then Corvin stepped in, so that technically brought us back up, but he's part of the family. So fuck life. You know, doesn't entirely count. <laughs> not but, entirely. Uh, not entirely. But, I mean, you know, it's still amazing. But, I mean, anyway, you go to our website and you see some of the stuff we got out there. And I'm trying to update that anyway for all the different shows. TCP, Super Party, WNC Breaking News. Uh... It's pathetic, and etc. Um, but you know, one of the things I was saying to Luke, uh, not Luke. Oh my God, to Scott, Scott, Scott. Scott. I, I keep seeing Luke in the fucking chat. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, is Scott in the chat? Yeah, dude. Just make some more comments so I don't feel like a fucking idiot. Okay. Um, um. But seriously, I was talking with Scott earlier tonight, and I said to him, you know. Every year, if you think about it, Dave, if we look back, every year has been synonymous with something. 2016, it was getting our foundation for the WNC. You know, that, that's all it was, was foundation and having fun. I mean, for the record, every year has been about having fun and covering the news. It's been a job in some ways, but it's also been a hobby. So it's always been fun. But 2016 was about building our foundation, you know. 2017 was about getting the different shows and building a platform like that. Um, 2018, we were on Fight TV for a year. Mm-hmm. Over 52 weeks, we hit literally, I counted them, everybody. I can verify on my personal volition, 88 countries along with the British Crown Dependency of the Bollywood of Jersey. That's awesome. And Hong Kong. There's a Chinese fusion, and then there's Hong Kong. I was hoping to God we'd hit uh, Macau before, but we didn't. And we got canceled off a fight and replaced with Capital Wrestling, which is a good indie fed, part of the United Wrestling Network under Dave Marquez and Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Capital is based out of New Jersey. So we got, we, we, we got replaced by them. I was hoping for a bit of time slot. Didn't happen. I could be willing to bet we could upload an episode of uh, Breaking News on Fight TV right now. And in about three weeks, it would pop up. But it's whatever. We got a year on Fight TV. How many people can say that? Uh, nobody in, in wrestling news can say that. The only people is the idea that there's the Fight TV news. We pull out something that nobody else has pulled off on Fight TV. Fight TV is becoming the flagship of uh, wrestling streaming, you know? And the fact that we pulled that off for over a year is astounding. 2019 is about the network. 
you know we're trying to build the whole anchor item to have different distributions we're gonna have a separate separate platform when we bring back breaking news when we do uh you know i do the reality check luke birch and sam with transcontinental uh riley and uh, scott for it's pathetic all these different things is going to be on a single anchor system which is going to colloquially be colloquially yeah that's what i mean uh, I know I mean it, but I'm trying to say it probably. But colloquially be a network, a quasi-network. And hopefully down the road we can build and have our own system and everything. It's going to be a long way down the road because I know shit about technology on the techno sense of audio and visual. Mm-hmm. The, the amount of news, the amount of info I know and the amount of info that Dave knows. No, I'm not trying to make sound, Dave sound stupid. The guy's oh, fucking a genius, dude, boy. I'm st- dude. <laughs> You you put me and Johnny in front of audio shit. It, it, it's it's gonna look like uh, uh, two two blind guys in a rocking chair factory. But you know what? You know what? Fucking Dave, you and I, those fucking chairs are rocking. <laughs> well, I can't disagree with that. They are rocking. When I was, and, you know, go ahead, John. Go ahead. I, I'm sorry. I was gonna say when I was uploading stuff on on SoundCloud and eventually MixCloud, uploading on Fight. I made that rocking chair rock. You have built through Anchor going to different systems. Spotify, Radio Public, Boxcast, I think it is. Like, what is it? Ten different systems. You built that. You and I, it's the, like you made the joke of the idea in a rocking chair factory, but guess what? Those fucking chairs are rocking. And they may not be perfect, but God damn it, those chairs are rocking. I uh, and, and you know, dude, you have have summed up in five minutes what I've been blathering on about for two hours. You know, this is how it works. We started out here, and this is where we are today. Um, uh, you know, the, the truth is, for a long time, the Super Party was just a a live after wrestling soup event. And, and back in September, I started uh, putting it up on Anchor, and it was distributed. And over the last especially couple of months, uh, and I've already talked about this on the party, we've started to really experience some positive growth. We've got you know new people coming in, not just listening to whatever the current show is that I posted for the week, but they're also going back and, and, and uh, sampling and listening to the catalog. And... and uh, you know, our our totals have grown, our weekly averages have grown, the algorithms. Though they're not going up uh, significantly, what I can say is that the bottom is raising. The lower numbers are getting higher, and the higher numbers are, are you know, just now beginning to kind of uh, really rock and roll and move a little bit. And, dude, that's, you know, that's because... Uh, from where we were to where we are, from what I, I knew when I started to the things that I have learned as I've gone along this podcasting deal, as as you know, as as people have dropped a little of this or a little of that, or given me this bit of information or that bit of information, um, you know, you talk about weird serendipity. I, I've I've spoken about this with Yuck Nasty. <clears throat> the the fun the funky thing is this. I found Anchor 
through a conversation I was having one night with with our friend Yuck Nasty of the Get in the Corner podcast. You need to check those guys out. Him, Dog a Baby, uh, they're funny as hell. They're they're good good people, and they've got a great show every Wednesday night about eight o'clock uh, Central Time, right here on Mixler, and they also post all their stuff up all the same places we do. But I was having a conversation with him one night, and he was sharing some stuff with me from a mutual friend uh, who has a website and, and does a podcast. And I found Anchor because this guy was using uh, Anchor to distribute his stuff. And I was looking for a platform that was fairly easy and, quite honestly, that was the right price. Uh, and that's how I found Anchor through our friend Yuck, who was sharing it uh, with our fr- um, uh, from our friend Max Cole. So, you know, it's, it's all, this whole thing is about serendipity and being in the right place at the right time and knowing that, that when the situation happens, that knowing that when you see something valuable, you grasp onto it. And I saw something of value. I, I investigated it. And, 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 you know, thus we've started to grow from a simple conversation uh, almost a year ago now with a friend. And that's what started it, a conversation with a friend. Yep. That's, see, that's the whole wonderful thing about all this, that we get in here and we talk and we laugh and we have a good time. But in it all, are we learning anything? Am I learning something? Are you learning something? Uh, are you learning nothing? Are you just sitting there and being entertained and, and, and feeling good in the moment? If, 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 you know, if the best we can do on any given day is help somebody feel good in their moment, mission fucking accomplished. Yep. You know, I'm not, like, I've, I've already said it. I'm not trying to change anybody's life. I just, you know, man, if, if, you know, I think if this is anybody, if we can, you know, make you smile, make you think, make you laugh. Uh, I don't want to make anybody cry. I've, I've done that enough. <clears throat> so, yeah. whatever, you know, however our experience can add to your experience so we can have our experience. How do you like that? Uh, <laughs> dude, that, that shit just makes me happy. Just makes me happy. I get tickled and, and, and uh, woohoo. There's there's a reason why the um, the symbol of education, whether it's the federal Department of Education or state level, whatever, the symbol of education has always been the the tree with a couple of seeds on the bottom. Seriously, everybody, look at the U.S. Department of Education logo. It's a tree, and I think there's like five seeds in the ground, and the idea of is teachers and instructors whether in life, whether in the classroom, whatever, they plant the seeds and they help water it at the beginning and then they give you the watering can and you start watering it and it blossoms into a big, amazing tree. Power, whether it's uh, everything. And that's what like what Dave's saying is that the idea that we, especially on Dave, because Dave does it to us, Dave is the ultimate tree of all of us because Dave... I, I know that sounds stupid, Dave, but seriously, think about it. You plant the seeds in me and Jank and Mike in so many ways, a couple of times at least at minimum, 
to help us relearn shit. You do it to anybody who listens to the show. We help do it to other guys in the show. I mean, I've heard it from Sam and Luke that we help them out. And, mm. you know, the idea that we, you know, maybe we could be like podcast royalty, which, I mean, my uh, fucking Mish is still in the chat. The guy's been doing uh, doing Wrestling Soup for, what, nine years now, plus the time before that when he was the producer for DTKC. I mean, that guy's fucking royalty. I'm, we're basically court justice at this point. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, it's like, that's what it is, is that we're always planting seeds for the next level. Whether, I mean, I remember that in the Army, I learned it in college, I learned it in life, and I'm, I'm relearning it here, is that, like you said, we are planting the seeds, whether we mean to or not. When you mean to, you're trying to find your successes. When you're not meaning to, you're just trying to help other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. When, when you do it purposely, there's an agenda. Even if you mean the, the best intentions for the record, but when you do it intently, there's a bit of an agenda. When you do it on your, when you're doing it on your own and not thinking about it, there's none of that. You know, we're just trying to help the next person. I mean, I had Scott Greon before on, before DTKC came on tonight, and I I I showed him the Amalto recording system. I talked to him about Audacity, and I know Mish is listening and going, "Fuck Amalto Audacity." Johnny, you are a cheap motherfucker. And uh, guilty as charged because I'm cheap in some ways. But I'm still, I still consider myself a basic guy in podcasting. I mean, when we get enough money and, but, side note, donate to the patreon.com forward slash WNC and help us out. Um, we use the money for the show directly, buy better equipment and stuff like that, whether it's computers, software, and anything related to the show, like the Fantasy Booking Championship belt that I'm looking at, which we finally are going to culminate this Saturday, the, the Saturday night, the night before WrestleMania, we're going to finally culminate between Mad Max and uh, Luke Birch. So fucking finally, you know, and I'm glad for that. Anyway, um, we are, everybody, when you're teaching somebody in life, in anything, you're planting seeds. Whether you mean to plant seeds in your own vision or not, we're planting them. And that is the truth. And then let me key in on something, Mike. And it's not particularly what he says, but the idea of it. You know, uh, you know, he, he says, when have we not been court jesters? And that's true. You know, you listen to the Super Party 99 times out of 100. Man, we're just being goofy bastards. I mean, yep. we, you know, uh, the the redeeming quality of the super party is that it makes some people laugh, and if it makes some people laugh, then like I've already said, this mission accomplished. You know, and if it puts a smile on your face, and when we're done, if you go to bed a little happier than when you started, mission accomplished. <laughs> if you don't, maybe that was mission accomplished too. Maybe we were put there at that particular moment just to piss you off. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. I, 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 you know, I, I'm, I'm not the arbiter of any of that stuff, man. I'm just, you know, me, John, Mike Jenkins, we're here to do the things we do. And, and, um, you know, I know, I hope like hell that, that what we do, you enjoy it and you, you dig what we say and, 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 and you find any, some kind of value in it. If you do, we appreciate it, man. There've been so many kind words in the chat room tonight we appreciate those. We appreciate you guys. We, we, we love yep. you for showing up. And, dude, I especially love you guys for hanging in, 14 of you, at fucking 
Jesus Christ. It's 2.40 a.m. here in the Central Time Zone. Yep. So you guys, you guys are hanging in tough, and I, I, I love you for that. Yeah. Uh, all the guys in the chat room, Wombat and, and, and uh, uh, Nasty Leroy and Scott and Luke and uh, our buddy Mish and Sky, Phil, uh, Pooh Danny, uh, Austin, all, you know, everybody, and, and the ubiquitous two elsewhere. You know, I've already said it. it, it enough. I, I, I probably said more than enough, as a matter of fact. So I'll just, I, I'll finish out with this because, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm a little stopped up and my voice is getting a little ragged. Yep. I, um, dude, I'm just grateful. You know, right now I can say I'm really grateful, not only for what's happened, but for, you know, maybe even what's to come because, uh, you know, I think good things are coming for us, for, for, for what we do here. Uh, I think, you know what I think I'm going to do, John, I think I'm going to make this particular episode, this special episode of, uh, the WNC, uh, our first upload on the new network feed through awesome. Anchor. I think this is going to be the very first one for that, and uh, we'll just follow everybody up in, in turn. So uh, for everybody that sat in and listened tonight, uh, thank you. And, and uh, when you see it posted up, uh, retweet it, tell a friend that uh, we've got some, some new ideas and some new things going on over here at the WNC. And as hacky and as, as uh, uh, and I'm not going to call us low rent. I've never believed we were low rent. We're just... We're lower tech than a whole lot of other uh, podcasts out there, but we're learning. Things are going to get better. I've already I've talked about this, and things are going to uh, be moving up. So, um, stay tuned, man. Stay tuned. Let's 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 see what uh, we're we're finishing up today, and let's see what tomorrow has to offer. Um, yeah, yeah, that'll work. Yeah, I that'll- can't. I can't think of any words to, um, you know, culminate that, you know. So anything I say now is just going to fuck up the ending. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I was talking with Scott earlier, and I, I told him, you know, message Dave and and send him your episodes so that we, we can get the, that uploaded. Oh, and, fact, and Luke, I'll send you the information to get that stuff to me. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get it out to you tomorrow. Same to Luke as well, you know. So, like, Luke and Scott – for those episodes and if we have other people join the WNC family you know we were planning on the uh, inhuman experience which by the way we gotta make sure that the planning and the timing is perfect but um, Bobby Anthem is making his return to podcasting and he said he wants to come back and be the judge for the final round of the fantasy booking tournament mm-hmm. he can't make promises but he said he's gonna do his damnedest to make sure that this Saturday he can do it Okay. so that's perfect so we can have him and if, uh, two other judges along with me being, you know, covering down because I get the, you know, the answers from everybody. And it's not fair if I'm the judge. That's just fucking wrong. You know, we got to make sure it's blindsided like that. Yeah. Um, that's perfect. Um, we can end that. But with Bobby Anthony, Bobby Anthem returning. Um, why did I say Anthony? What was I thinking? Don Tony Mish? Fucking me. Um, we, um, we understand what you're saying, John. Yeah. More. But with like with Bobby Anthem returning. With Scott Greer, I told him to send his episodes. Luke Birch, send your episodes in. If this is going to be their first episode. And me being fucked up. You know you know what the title should be for tonight's episode? You know, I, I titled this already. You know, WNC bonus show. Dave gets real with his 
gets real in the course of life. But we should just point out, you know, Dave gets real and Johnny is foobar. Which, if anybody doesn't know, if you guys are not veterans, foobar means fucked up beyond all repair. <laughs> that that's what it means. Uh, you know, Dude, taking, I don't, I don't, I don't think you're that drunk. You don't sound that drunk. Are I'm, you that drunk? I'm philosophically drunk. Drunk. Okay. Well, you um, know. Okay. Well, I, you know, I, I'm philosophically stoned. Well, what? Uh, okay. Uh, now I got to ask because I'm not. I, I got to replace Jenk. Uh, Reg, I'm smoking some Reg. Some there nice. There you go. There you go. I'm smoking some nice corn tonight. Well, for anybody that missed it, what <laughs> I mentioned it earlier. I drank an entire bottle of this Cabernet Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, it's a Israeli wine called uh, Ben Ami. Delicious. And then I'm holding the bottle in front of me. La Moneda. It's a Reserva Malbec. Malbec is a southern South American wine. I've only had it from two countries, Chile and Australia. This bottle is Chile. And I think they also do Uruguay. I got a bottle of Uruguay in there. And I chugged both bottles throughout the night tonight. So, as uh, d- dude, that is the lamest, if you could say you're drunk, as I'm drunk on wine. How fucking ritzy do I fucking sound? It's pathetic. You know what I mean? But at least I'm down to earth with that. Anyway. Well, dude, you know, uh, it's not that hard to get drunk on wine. You know, people think it's hard. It's not that hard. Yeah. Trust um, me. It's not that hard to get drunk on wine. This bottle is the Chilean wine. This is a 12.5% volume of alcohol, and I think the other one is 13%. So remember, everybody, people get drunk off of beer, and most beers are about anywhere from 5 to 8%. So, but, I mean, seriously, you know, building the, the network, getting all these different shows on, I mean, we're far away from the idea of um, you should try some Canadian wine. Luke, I tried recently. It was a de-alcoholized wine. Fucking waste of money. Anyway, um, we're far away from any concept of a normal network like WWE, NFL, Rockstar Pro Wrestling, Fight TV. But the idea that we're building this network on a single anchor system that's going to be distributed to, what is it, Dave, up to 10 platforms? Yeah, they'll initially get on about 10 platforms. That That's the coolest thing. You know, we're helping the Transcontinental Project. We're helping with It's Pathetic with Scott and Rybert. And part of it, what it is, is the idea of... Um, and now keep in mind, everybody, we're not trying to make us sound like we're any major, you know... Getting a geopolitical history like me. I'm not... We're not trying to claim with the British Empire. We're like the Latvian uh, Polish Empire, which is a great empire for that region, you know... It was a empire, it was short-lived, and it was small. It wasn't the Prussians or the Roman Empire or the British or whatever the fuck. But we can help bring some influence. And we're helping out TCP, we're helping out It's Pathetic, and that's what it is. We're helping them in ways that we didn't get helped out when we had the chance, you know. And as we grow, they grow, as they grow, maybe, maybe we grow. Whatever the fuck, you know. Mm-hmm. But keep in mind, any of the downloads, any of the numbers that Luke Birch and Sam are getting, any of the numbers that Scott and Rybred are getting, th- it's their numbers. It's not ours. It may be no, on the no, WNC that's, system that's right. for demographics and statistics, right. but it's theirs. Yeah, that's right. That's all. And all that is correct. And, uh, you know, uh, 
everything that's going to happen from you know from this point on i it, it's uh it's all going to be good it's it's I, I see a lot of positivity and a lot of uh uh a lot of good things for the future so uh dude i appreciate everybody that's that's stuck with us uh, everybody that's joined us all all the guys that are new uh, people that are trying us out, people that are hearing us for the first time. Um, uh, yep. It's, it's, it's all going to be, it's all good, man. It's all hey. good. And I know I'm getting a little, I'm, I, I'm also know I'm getting very tired, but. Oh, same here. Um, <clears throat> Almost at four o'clock in the East coast. Yeah. So, and, 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 and I'm really kind of starting to just to ramble here, but yeah. dude, man, I'm, I am, I'm. I'm going to say it again, and I know I've kind of overused the word because it, it's a word that tends to get overused for for very strange reasons. But I am, dude, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for us. I'm grateful for the whole fucking thing. It's, it's and, never, and if, it's never and, and overused if the people can tell you mean it. And let, let me transmit that to you, man. I, I hope some of that gratitude uh, rubs off on you and that it finds a place within, uh, you know, your mind and your way of thinking. And, 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 and uh, you know, we can all just move forward and have a hell of a good time. Uh, like I've already mentioned, uh, we will be back uh, this Thursday right after Wrestling Soup with the WNC Super Party, me, Mike, and Jenkins. Uh, maybe whoever else decides to jump on. Uh, we'll have a good time then, and uh, you know we'll have a good time then. Old Harry Chafin song. Damn, yeah. I hadn't thought about that in a while. Anyway, Cats in the Cradle. And the coke, uh, was but, it Cats in the Cradle? Is the coke the spoon, spoon. spoon? Little, little boy, boy blue and the man to the moon. <laughs> when you're coming home, Dad, I don't know when, but we'll get together then, son. You know we'll have a good time then. Good song, good song. That's a great song. I was going to say before, but we ended up losing some people. Uh, you know, I mentioned before we were at 12 listeners. We just recently were going back up to 18 listeners, and then we lost some people. Well, so, you know, but, you know that's people okay. People float in and out. That's cool. People float in, people float out. That, and, and, that's considering so cool. the hour. It's 4 a.m. in the goddamn movie in the morning, and I was hoping maybe we could do an hour long, Dave. We have done, as I'm looking at it, is two hours, 33 minutes, mm-hmm. and 31, 32, 33, 34 seconds we've been yep. doing this show. God fucking damn. So, um, everybody that's listening, I hope you support us. We're almost at 36,000 listeners listens here on uh, Mixler. That's a pretty goddamn good job for a show that's, not even, that's only two and a half years old. Show your support for us. Go to WNC World. That's the website, WNC.World. Go to our Facebook, the WNC Network. You can check out Scott Greer has access. Luke Birch has access. So they will be posting updates. We will be posting updates. So it's not just about WNC breaking news or the Super Party or Reality Check or whatever. It's going to be as well. Um, The episodes for um, Luke Birch and Scott Greer. It's pathetic with Scott and Rye Bread and the Transcontinental Project. Check them out. 
Um, and, and also, real quick, uh, to answer Wombat's question, yeah, this show is going to be uh, it's going to be in our archives, and I'm also going to upload it on the new WNC Network feed through Anchor. Uh, I'll, I'll be posting all that on Twitter, Facebook. You'll see it around. Exactly. Uh, when, when you see the WNC feed through my Twitter, Dave Sincere and the WNC Super Party. Uh, that'll be it. I don't know. I haven't come up with a title or, or a description for the show yet. Uh, I'll do all that uh, when I get it ready tomorrow. But yeah, all this stuff is going to go up. And, and uh, here very soon, we're going to be posting other guys and, and gal shows up. And yep. we're, 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 you know, it, it, we're going to be getting the job done. Exactly. And, and John, let, let me do this. Um, uh, man, I got to piss like a cold racehorse. So I'm going to bid everybody a, a, a good night. A thank you. I love you. And, uh, fuck, man, I hope I see you guys Thursday. And, and uh, if I don't see you Thursday, I know I'll probably see you here around the old uh, uh, social media campus. So, yep. And quickly, uh, before Dave leaves, uh, we're still trying to figure out what we're going to do for Sunday. Uh, it sounds like DTK is, is going to have a post show. I don't know if it's going to be live or not or what but um we're gonna be there i don't work sunday and i don't work monday my my schedule's changing so we're gonna probably if it's not a post show it will be a post post show sound good dave sounds like a good deal to me perfect well you go piss like the racehorse dave good night and for everybody who's listening uh i want to quickly uh as well shout out you know um, check out our Patreon account. We're looking at reviving one of our shows. And that show is Conspiracies in Kayfabe. We had a lot of hits with that show. And things were pretty good. You know, so uh, I just want you to check it out. Patreon.com forward slash WNC. Here's what's going on. Um, if you donate to the Patreon, what I'm doing right now, a couple of quick things, everybody. It's It's April. And here's the deal that I've done. If you donate a minimum of $10 throughout the year, you qualify for the Fantasy Booking Tournament, which you'll be live on the air competing against other competitors with judges. That's what we're trying to culminate right now. It's been crazy booking because there's been some controversy with other shows recently and other shit going on and whatever happens. But um, we're going to finally culminate uh, com- upcoming You know, this, su- this Saturday. Between Luke Birch and Mad Max, if the schedule permits and everything. And it will be perfect if we can pull that off. In any case, um, patreon.com forward slash WNC and check that, uh, check us out there and donate to us. If you donate a minimum of $10 throughout the year, a one-time $10 tona- donation or, or two $5 donations or ten $1 donations... Which can't happen now because we now started April. So even if you donated now at every month, it's only $9. But if you do get, can donate a minimum of $10, you qualify for the Fantasy Booking Tournament. Here's some of the perks that we're doing. I am pulling the old lost episodes, if you will, of Conspiracies in Kayfabe. And I'm posting them on the Patreon account. If you donate to the Patreon account, you're getting the Conspiracies in Kayfabe. I've already uploaded episodes 1 and as of today, 2. Episode 1 was the idea of racism in wrestling. Fucking awesome episode. We then qualified um, and put in the episode uh, episode 2 as of today, which is relationships in wrestling. And his other topics. I taught, we, do, we did an episode on what I called Macho McMahon Madness, which was the idea of the conspiracy of Stephanie McMahon getting with Macho Man. 
We covered an episode on fucking Vince Russo, and that episode got Missionary's favorite guy, Hey, Hey, It's Conrad. We literally got Conrad Thompson on our show. I swear to fucking Christ, the Lord Almighty, I swear to him, we got Conrad Thompson on with us for the episode on the idea of the conspiracy that Vince Russo was sent to WCW by Vince McMahon to destroy WCW from fucking within. And and Conrad, who knows Russo, Wanted to give his own comments, whether pro or con, you're going to find out when that time comes. But the lost episodes are being uploaded to Patreon. The day will come that we're going to upload them to public as well. But the Patreon, whenever we decide to publish them for public, guess what? You guys are getting that shit already. So don't, and here's the deal. Right now we have it set up to where it looks like if you donate to the Patreon, you automatically get all previous posts or any previous episodes that were posted to Patreon only, you're gonna get, you're gonna get the conspiracies in kayfabe. Just scroll back. We've only, up, I'm uploading them right now, once every week, and I think we've did a, we did a total of nine episodes before things went on hiatus. So it's not like it's the biggest cachet, but we're looking at, like I said, gentleman Jeffrey. Jeff is one to bring it back and bring back conspiracies in kayfabe, get into these full topics and have some fun, and we're gonna go from there. Right now we're airing the lost episodes. Racism wrestling, relationships in wrestling, the Macho McMahon madness, Vince Russo, a couple of other episodes. Good shit, okay? Donate to our Patreon. And keep in mind, everybody, the money goes back into the show. This goddamn belt that I'm looking at is I'm dealing with heartburn and acid reflux. Just so I can talk while being fucking drunk. <laughs> And I, that sounds so unprofessional, but I don't care right now. I know I'm being professional. I am unprofessionally professional. That's how fucking lame I am. Um, This belt, the number one contender's medallion, which is a way of saying second place, those two, along with all the goddamn t-shirts I bought for this show, and the action figures, and that stupid AEW hand towel. If you support Jim Cornette, you can call it the guy do. Um... Seriously, check it out. He 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 talked about when he was on the road. He'd take a towel and put it on his lap, so that way when he was driving, he can eat a burger and not make a mess and shit like that. It's the a it's the all elite burger towel, you know. I got those. I've got some posters from wrestling events. I've got DVDs from classic wrestling. I've got a 1998 rest. I'm looking at right now the WWF off the mat wrestling set. It's got Stone Cold Steve Austin with WWF title. Rocky Mayavita with Intercontinental title, and the New Age Outlaws with Tag Team titles. That's pretty cool. I've got an autographed, rest in peace, Jim Neidhard um, uh, photo. I got a uh, Ron Simmons autographed photo. I got some wrestling comic books that were made. The, the triple episode series of issues, one, two, and three, triple issue of Nikolai Volkov. The standalone issues on the genius Lanny Poffo, signed by Lanny Poffo, I might add, as well as the standalone issue, uh, the, uh, issue one of uh, the Killer Bees, awesome episode, issue, I loved it, and issue one of Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I've got a bunch of other items um, out there. I've got a classic 1985 AWA action figure wrestling ring, everybody. Now, that's probably going to be one of the first things that's going to go out, depending on how things go with our raffle winners and, 
Because that's the other thing for the past winners, as well as the uh, those who get first and second place. So we're going to see what happens. I've got like 25 t-shirts, like I mentioned. I've got a lot of shit um, that's going to go. I got some WCW gimmick boxes that's going to go as well for some prizes, prizes. So that's the fun stuff. I've got a lot of good things going on for our people. So donate to patreon.com forward slash WNC. The Patreon account paid for those, pays for the Mixer account, pays for the technology that we got, like the VSDC video editor that I was using when we were on a fight, and we're probably going to be using it again when we do video shows again. Um, it's only $15 a year, to be honest, so there's that. Um, you guys are paying for the show. That's what it is. To, to where it helps us prevent being out of pocket as much as possible. And that's the good thing about it, okay? So, again, and uh, I've plugged it so many times I sound like an annoying bastard, don't I? Patreon.com forward slash WNC. Minimum $10 donation again to the Fantasy Booking Tournament. And I can tell you, it's already a legitimate world title. I'm looking at the belt as we speak. Because I made sure that in the last year, this belt had the flags of all the nations that was represented this last year. Um, last year, we had members representing Australia, the U.S., Canada, Mexico, and Haiti. Uh, this year, we can add England, the United Kingdom, to that list, thanks to Luke Birch. And that's the cool thing, okay? So this belt is truly a cyber world championship. So go to patreon.com forward slash WNC and donate to us. Even if you donate a minimum of $1 throughout the year. If you donate right now, you're going to be $1 short of meeting the $10 donation. But $1 a month helps us. That's $9 throughout the year minus Patreon's stupid surcharge that they... Oh, we got to get our cut. Whatever the fuck. But you know what? I mean, it's still money that's helping us that we're using for the show. So if they want to take a cut, that's fine, I guess. Um... But support us and help us out, you know, because the money helps us pay for the shows to do this stuff. We're coming up on our three-year anniversary in August. We're two and a half years in, and it's amazing. And Missionary, and here's the thing. We're, we've been shooting to that golden rule, and that is from Missionary. Now, some people will joke around with that, but Missionary said it best. He said, if you can make it for three years doing a show, you have been able to make it to where you can adjust your life to doing the doing a show. And I think that's a fair point. And I was talking about it with Scott earlier, and I brought that reference up, and he said, you know, you guys are closer than many people. How many, how many people start a podcast and fail or just shut down within the first, after the first episode or the first month or the first year? We are far away from being the standard bearers. But at the fact that if we can meet that three-year mark, that's been a goal for us. We are six months and a week away because we started our first episode. I think it was August eighth, something like that, and it's August and it's April second. If we can pass that to hit three years and to keep it going, we've hit the milestone, and I'm looking forward to that. But again, your money pays for all this stuff, okay? So we've had some amazing time throughout this year of looking at what we have gained. You know, whether it's having guys like Marty the Moth Martinez and the the baddest man alive, Aaron Williams, on the show. As we promoted WrestleFest, where Marty the Moth was crowned the inaugural and only um, Pro Wrestling Blitz Fight TV champion. 
whether we helped out and promoted some things with Fight TV and getting different feds on their on their network, whether it's being on Fight itself, and now we're trying to build our own network, not because we want to look at Fight and be like competitive like that, but because honestly we want to diversify, not just wrestling, news, maybe some political news, probably some, I don't know, psychology like I do with the reality check and so many different things diversification is important you know the united states for anybody that's not a that's not a, a, a citizen of the united states and even those that don't know the history of the americans the united states has always been called the melting pot of society we got so many different cultures in it and that's what the wnc NC network is becoming between wrestling and news comedy pot culture news you know when it comes to pot um, psychology with my show, all these different things. We want to be America like that. We want to be the melting pot. And I hope we can live up to your standard for everybody. And I hope everybody that's listening, that's one, that's able to listen and can enjoy everything that comes with it. And I hope anybody that's part of the family can enjoy. It and I hope it benefits them. You know, because we're not doing it for ourselves. The WNC network, the WNC letters mean so much more. I was originally came with the name. WNC because it was the idea of wrestling's national committee, you know, the Republican National Committee, the Democratic National Committee, the Libertarian National Committee, the Green National Committee, and so on and so forth. And so that's where I came with the idea of WNC and Jenkins went with it and Dave went with it and Mike went with it and here we are. Um but now the WNC does not mean that anymore. It just stands for WNC. Yes, we took a page from WWE, who took a page from KFC, who took a page from, I don't fucking know, but they had to have taken it from somebody. WNC just means WNC, but it can mean a number of things. One of the fun things I like to say is we're now complete. At the same time, we're not because we can grow and get more family members, you know? We're still completing ourselves. We're still growing. And I like that. So I'm going to get out of here. Two hours and 49 minutes it's about to be. I hope you enjoyed this bonus show. I am f- fucking hammered after all this time. And I hope you enjoyed that. And Boston Sucks Bro, it's a good name. Better than AEW. Fucking right. Take that, Cody Christ. WNC, we're not complete. I hope you enjoyed that. And I hope you enjoyed tonight. Again, support us on patreon.com forward slash WNC. Even $1 a month helps out. If you can do 5 or 10 I'm going to update the uh, different levels for donations on there. Because, let's be honest, some of the things need to change. Uh, but we, if you can donate to us, that's great. If you donate a $10 donation, donation one time, you met the $10 requirement to get into the fantasy booking tournament. So that's awesome. But with that, I'm getting a headache. AEW living in your head went head went free. There you go. And it's like Luke, sorry I was late. Loved what I heard though. There you go, Luke. And I hope I'm glad and I appreciate that. So, but we're gonna get out of here. I'm tired of shit. Have a good night, everybody. We'll uh, the guys will see you for the super party. I will see you for the post show. AEW already selling out shows. Stay salty. There you go, everybody. Stay salty because remember when salt is in the runes in your wound it wakes you up it makes pain but it makes you want to heal much faster and get better and prevent that for the next time and there you go so stay salty my friends stay salty